everybody to we geek podcast today is march 7th episode 134 i'm sorry 133 my name is adam i'm joined by my good friend logan hello what up man and uh how you been this week dude uh it's been weird it's been a strange week <laughs> it's been a weird week yeah so tell me about it what's what's been weird about yours uh well my because my schedule changed again because it does yeah. that like every week now, but uh, I picked mm-hmm. up another shift at my theater job, so I have the same. It's weird. Like I started with two shifts there and four at my other job, and now I'm two shifts at my other job and three at my theater job, but my days mm-hmm. off are not consecutive, so it's bizarre. Oh. I'm like Saturday and Tuesdays off. It's Ooh. it's weird. Like it, and I'm. I'm just uh, it's it's a schedule I'm just so not used to and I'm just it's it's messing with my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you're used to multiple days off or just or in a row? Just in a row at least. Right, like or right. if it, it's either just one day off or it's like two back to back or something and now I'm and now I'm yeah. I'm the idiot who answered the phone tonight. We recorded this on Tuesday. So I answered tonight and they were like, Hey, one of our drivers car broke. Can you come in from 11 mm. to two? And I went, sure. Cause I could use the hours. So I get <laughs> to go do that and then come home and change and go to my other job. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that looking forward to as my own <clears throat> dumbass fault, but yeah, just, yeah. just not, not looking forward to that. At least it's a short driving shift. So that's fine. But... Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> yeah no i i um thankfully i've always had where like it's two, at least two days off in a row yeah um there are some shifts that i could pick up that where they're they kind of split it up um but i'm not really a fan of that uh i it, that usually happens when like if i have thursdays and i'm sorry if i have fridays and saturdays off and then the next shift comes around and i'll have sundays and mondays off or actually the opposite of that so like i'll work two weeks straight because like if, if I'm going in like let's let's say one week I'm working my shift is uh, Tuesday through Saturday so the next the next week the shift changes our shifts change on uh, Saturday's the beginning of the week so the next week I'll start Sunday Monday you know Tuesday so that I did that where I worked from you know one week all the way through to the next and I was like oh my god I need a break yeah jeez yeah it's yeah. not fun and but, um and it's weird because one one job week starts on a friday and the other one starts on tuesdays and it's uh it's and and, and don't even get me started on the on the paychecks because that's they yeah. I, I swear they change every every pay period when they come out like they, oh, they've wow. been on different days of the week before and not just because of like when it was over Christmas and New Year's and stuff, that I understand because they always do that. But like in the last month, they like I've gotten both paychecks on different days for 
like two different checks and it's just like all right this just what the hell's going on here? it's not just like fridays yours is on different days mine my one is on thursday and the other one is is technically on sunday so it doesn't come through until monday but wow. like the not this past paycheck but the one before i got one on tuesday and the other one on like friday it was mm. just it was weird and so i don't even know anymore like i just <laughs> Well, what I did, my, what I started doing to kind of help me budget a little bit more is I, there's a certain amount of my paycheck that I can take out that I know I can spend on food and entertainment and whatever for the week. Right. Um, and I won't go over that. So what I did is I took out, I have, I have my bank account and then I took out what's called like a green dot card and it just cost me like five bucks to get where you can load money on it and you can load like part of your direct deposit on it. So what I did is I set so a part of my direct deposit goes directly to the green card and it shows up three days earlier Then my bank will process it. Really? Yeah. It does it like it does it almost instantly. It, so like if I get paid normally this Friday, I'll have whatever part I've put to put to my green card tomorrow or today, you know. So so uh, so I get it just a little bit early, uh, and I don't know. It's it's I'm 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 terrible when it comes to money. So I that's the way I kind of like set myself. Like everything else is for bills and saving, and this is for like I know I can spend this and I'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, it comes like early, so you know it definitely helps sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, I, I did that. My, someone told me about that. I was like, Oh, okay, I'll try that. What's the worst could, that could happen? I could just cancel it if it's weird or dumb or costs a lot of money. Um, but no, it doesn't. I go to Wawa because they have the free ATM. So that's another tip. If you are ever out and about and your bank is, you don't want to go to like any ATM that will charge you $3 Wawa. They have free, uh, uh, free ATMs where you can go in. It doesn't cost you a penny to take out. So Nice. Now, is that for yeah. like every card, or does that just happen? Because I don't. I, every card. It, is it every card, really? Yeah. Wow. No matter what card I put in there, it's free. Damn. I think it's because they have the um, Florida Lottery, uh, or at least I noticed this when they put in like the Florida Lottery machine here in Florida into the Wawas, where like you can't go buy them at the counter if you want to get a scratch off. There's like a machine. Oh yeah, they've um, got vending machines now. <laughs> Yeah, and and I wanted to get a uh, $5 scratch off because uh, every once in a while I like to play it. This last week I won 50 bucks off of one. I was like, oh, hell yeah. So um, I, I went there and wanted to get a scratch off. And they were like, we'll go use the machine. I was like, I don't have any cash. Uh, and they're like, well, we don't give cash back, but the ATM's free. And that's when I noticed it. And she was like, yeah, ever since then we have the free ATM. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. Well, I mean, that would that's <laughs> that's smart. That's oh, yeah. yeah see that it makes yeah. perfect sense so, yeah i was like hell yeah this is awesome i don't know you know i, I usually if i go to the ATM, i don't like taking out cash for anything but uh if it's free i'm like all right well this is awesome i don't have that extra three dollar charge i'm just such, such a cheapskate with that because for example there's a game i've been playing this week called florence and it's 2.99 so like the price of getting that i would have spent just pulling out money is ridiculous yeah um which is a great game i don't know if I don't I don't know if you have iOS, but I don't think it's on Android yet. I heard the guys at uh, Kind of Funny talk about it when Austin Creed was on their show. Okay. And oh. the game is it's an iOS game, but don't let that turn you off. Um, 
it's just so different. It's a game, and I don't want to spoil too much, but essentially you're you are you're playing. Uh, you're not playing. It's it's really hard to explain. It's 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 a story, and it, you you tap certain things on the screens for answers and whatnot, and you. But the I'm just doing such a disservice because the way the game flows, the way you go through her life, and it's it's the whole game is about a relationship, um, and it just it it it's I don't know it's beautiful like the way it uh, the way you interact with it like when she's walking down the street I'll tell you one part when you're walking down the street and you have to tap like and heart and heart like she's on Instagram or something and the battery dies and she and and she's listening to music she puts her phone away and like the color kind of goes away from uh, the scene you're looking at and then you keep going forward and you hear music and you're tapping the music notes and you're hearing the violin every time you you tap the music note and it gets closer and closer and suddenly she's like almost in the air and like it gets closer and closer and you hear she's hearing music in that someone's playing in the park or something like that but like little little crazy things like that just the way you interact with the game i haven't seen before in in a lot of these games um the way you put the way you put conversations together it's almost like a puzzle piece where at the beginning when you're talking to somebody it's it's very hard you know, because you know you don't have that flow but the longer or the longer you get into the conversations the more you know the person it's it just flows so much smoother so there's little things like that in the game they're just really cool and it's super short it's not that long at all but i think it's only on ios so uh i don't know what android's a weird platform there's like you know i I don't know if there's not enough people buying games on it or whatnot, but they just take a lot longer to get there. So, well, but I, it's I, on. I think it's probably oh, because iOS seems to be the bigger slash more commercially viable platform. At least, it is. at least at the jump, like it. It seems I, to make more I think sense. More people are willing to buy on iOS Agreed. than Android, I, and I think yeah. that that there's such a. I, I think that it's also a faster revenue stream it's it's better i think it's better financially for places to go to ios and then port to android or do the android version than it would be to go the other way around right and i I think it's because of piracy and just on android you can just you can unlock that thing to do whatever you want and you know that that's why i think they're maybe a little bit more hesitant and they wait because you know for example my I talk about this, my grandparents and stuff like that, or, or, you know, my, my parents, they have iOS cause it's just so simple. So easy to tell my mom to go into the store, download this app. It'll cost two ninety nine. Then to say, Oh, jailbreak your phone <laughs> and then transfer file. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. not saying I'm not like, I am definitely not saying piracy or anything like that, but the reality is I think that's what's happening. Uh, so that's why they, they shift to it. And so, yeah, but anyway, man, it's so, I don't know if you, if you're listening, you have an iPad or, or an iPhone or iPod or whatever, uh, go, go play it. It's really cool. It's really interesting. And it's, it's super short and it, it's a really good story. Uh, and I don't know, uh, it, it's just something I needed to play, you know, because I've just been cracking out this monster hunter. That's just been, <laughs> <laughs> that's just been, I don't know. I don't, I haven't hit a wall or anything with it, but like, I see the grind that, that, that like the same kind of destiny grind where like, it's become the game. A lot of my friends 
are using as like a chat room game and they're like i'm monster hunter rank 48 and i'm like i'm monster hunter rank 12 <laughs> you Man, know? i had um oh i because i was listening to one of the guys at, at my theater job the other night talking about what was it warframe yeah and 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 he and and some buddies used to play it and he's got like 600 hours sunk into it i'm just yeah like, it's one of those games. I'm, yeah. I'm telling, yeah, Monster Hunter seems to be in that that same kind of vein of just you know you just plug away at it and it be and it's the hangout is is yes. what it is. That's the you know it, it that would be if we hadn't done a podcast we would probably be doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's you hop in, you shoot the shit, you talk about your day, you talk about everything going on in your life. Uh, and you kill mon- you kill monsters the entire time. It's all it's just a backdrop almost, um, and that's exactly what it is. It's just a chat room game. So, um, but it's fun. It's crazy addicting. I do see me. Um, you know, I'm not as thrilled about it as I was before because now I see I now I see the grind. I see the. I haven't seen every monster yet, so that's still cool. So that's still got me going, but. Now I have to go and kill all the monsters that I killed before, but now they're even more difficult. Uh, and then once I do that, then I get to see the even more difficult monsters. So I'm like, oh, I see. What's cool right now, though, I unlocked a few weeks ago Ryu or Ryu. Yeah. So um, I can do the Hyugen and all that stuff. <laughs> but now I'm unlocking Aloy from um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So. I've done the mission like seven times, or no, it's like 11 times. You have to do it 14 to get the ticket. And so like it's it's a giant T-Rex with wings and uh, like uh, nasal issues. So like it's it's pretty difficult. And I fought this specific monster a whole bunch before because um, I wanted to get his, own, his, his whole armor set. So it's like, you know, and each one is like, 20 minutes so it's like uh, you think about doing that 14 times you're like cut i you know i'd rather just go watch dragon ball and turn off you know (laughs) like i i don't want to um like i you you hit your head against the wall so many times it's fun with friends and stuff like that but i'm craving another big game uh and i you know i the end of this month we got uh nino kuni and far cry so um probably going to be sinking more time in Nino Cooney than anything else but um Far Cry looks good we, let's talk about it real fast I'm, I'm, uh... I'm looking for it. I, that's a game that like when I see something about it I get really excited and then I just kind of forget because I've kind of been tuned out from games mm-hmm. um because I've been hyper focused on movies for you know some strange reason I can't figure out why but <laughs> <laughs> but like and then I keep seeing oh yeah that's like that's like in a couple of weeks like it's not that far away for far cry and then i get excited yeah. again because i'm like oh yeah this looks awesome and because it looks like they they finally they did something different because four was not all that different from three really um, right primal was good i liked primal but it was it was almost like an expansion pack yes and not a not a full game primal was a great like budget standalone title um, right. It was kind of like what was the the Uncharted thing that they just did, um, which was like its own little separate with with uh, with Chloe and uh, right. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Just I can't, yeah, I, I can't remember Leg- Legacy or something. Yeah, 
Um, but that, you yeah. know, that kind of thing of like, hey, this is a fun adventure that's more than DLC, but it's not its own full game. That was what Primal felt like to me, mm-hmm. uh, which is not a necessarily a bad thing. But I, Far Cry 5, I think, is the next, like, because 4 was also kind of in the same vein. 4 was like a half step kind of thing of like, yeah. we we needed to put out something new really quickly, so we did this. And, uh, you know, it, it just, you know, don't get me wrong, Tr- Troy Baker's a madman and I love him to death. But oh, out, yeah. outside of him, there's not much that's terribly interesting about that. Right. It's a fun game, but if you've played 3, you're going to look at 4 and go... But right, that was but one of the craziest things about that game is like at the beginning he's like just sit here and don't go anywhere, and if you do that for like ten minutes, he comes back, and you get whatever you got you came there to get and you go home. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. I love it so much. It's so smart because it's like no, as a gamer, you, you're gonna get up, you're gonna start wandering around, you can start looking for shit, and then you're gonna start World War Three in this country. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But no, yeah. It's, I, you know, but then you know, after Primal, you know, that was at the time where where Ubisoft had something coming out like every six months, and mm-hmm. and then partly because Primal didn't sell, and because of of whatever the Assassin's Creed was at the time, I don't even remember that didn't sell. Mm-hmm. Sy- was it Syndicate? I guess back then. Um, uh, yeah, you know, they didn't sell. And so Ubisoft took the step back and said, you know what, let's, let's chill for, for a year, you know, let's stop pushing something out all the time. Let's, let's not be the Disney of the video game industry. Let's have some time between things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you see what happened. Assassin's Creed Origins was phenomenal. Oh yeah, people loved it. And um, um people absolutely loved it. I'm hyped for Far Cry. I can't wait. It's going to be good. Yeah, but you know, before the show we kind of talked about one of their cuz they have for their um for their update, it's like it's four different things. It's Far Cry 3 Classic Edition. So you're getting Far Cry 3 with it, which is the one like probably the one that everyone's like that's the one you got to play, right? Um Dead Zom- Dead Living Zombies is one of the expansions. Um, Hours of Darkness, uh, which is in Vietnam, and Lost on Mars, which is an adventure on Mars. Um, so I like how weird they're getting with the expansions. Um, that's cool to me when it feels like a just completely different game, uh, which was what it looks like. I mean, it literally looks like different games. Um, and I think that's cool. They're just, it sounds like they're just kind of testing out things, um, with that stuff. And the other one is the, uh, the big one that, uh, that people are talking about is the Far Cry Arcade, which is a multiplayer mode. And it's like a map editor, um, where you can completely customize the map and create multiplayer modes, uh, for you and your friends to play and for anyone else as well. So it's kind of like a Mario maker type deal, um, but with like what all the tools they want to give you for the game. Um, and I think we talked about it before. That's, I think there's like other uh, Ubisoft property stuff in there that you can play with. Uh, so th- that's going to be really cool. That's going to be awesome to sit and play with your, your friends and whatnot. So that's something I know me and a lot of the people I play with are going to get. So it was hard to decide because I kind of, I want it on PC, but all my friends are on PlayStation. So yeah, there you go. <sighs> yeah. 
but yeah man so well you know i don't know you gotta go with with wherever you you're gonna go with it which is a really stupid phrase so let me try that again you've got to go where you're gonna have the most fun with it yeah far cry is a funny thing because if it's pc and single player almost definitely i would be doing it on pc because then there's no reason i don't care if my phone i don't care if it's connected to the playstation if it's multiplayer it depends if it's like an mmo of course i'm gonna play it on the pc anything like that i'm gonna play on the pc if it is uh, a first person shooter depends on how many of my friends are getting it if my bunch of my friends are getting on the playstation 4 that's where i'm getting it if not if they're like they hmm, who cares I'm getting it on the PC. It's such a first world problem, but <laughs> it's, I think that's what Sony just did so well. This, this generation is if you can get the people on there first and you're for everyone's playing on it, that's usually going to shift people to, to this platform, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So, but yeah, I haven't been really doing much else besides that. Just kind of went, try, started playing, uh, started watching more of dragon ball because of giant bombs uh <laughs> uh goku podcast or whatever their dragon ball podcast but that's it just been watching through that stuff it's been fun yeah i need to i need to listen to that because i need to all I, I, all I, system goku <laughs> yeah i'll t- yeah i need to check that out because i need i've been trying to find more funny stuff and this just sounds like entertaining funny not like joke funny but like oh my god this is hilarious oh yeah yeah uh when when jeff uh, when we're introduced to bulma's dad he's like bulma's dad because it's funny because during the week they'll post their notes on uh because i think they recorded on like saturday or friday okay and it comes out on monday and they'll post their notes on twitter they're from from their from their 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 iphones (laughs) and it will just be like uh mr popo is still a problem <laughs> and like <laughs> and, and and like bulma's dad is the best thing about this show because and he talks about it on the podcast he's like he just comes up with a cigarette and he's you know he's like yeah goku i built this ship in under a few days that's gonna get you to to namek in six days uh no big deal but the problem is we can't leave yet because i can't figure out where to put these speakers <laughs> like <laughs> and just like i can relate so much to that yeah so, that's like, true it, that's very true he's just like i just love he's this chain smoking he's like back when you could smoke in cartoons uh they they it's i'm glad okay uh i'm glad they're watching dragon ball and i'm not one of the people apparently they get emails all the time you're doing it wrong you need to be watching z that's the proper way to do it I, i i'm afraid it's gonna turn them off eventually and i hate that i hate that people are going to bug them so much or they're just like fuck it we're just not gonna do this anymore because you guys are being assholes um uh but i think the reason a lot of those people were typing were sending in because the filler episodes are filled with that weird shit you know what i mean that's Um, i mean that's that is a good point but at the same token phrase it that way yeah just just say just say hey you know if you guys really love this part of it go back and check out some of the the z episodes that are quote unquote filler because they have a bunch of this kind of stuff in it you might like some of them instead of right. you, just you know fix your word yeah i know i'm yelling yeah. at the internet uh, right and they've talked about they're like look that stuff might be cool but you know the fact that we're doing this to me like we don't even know if we're going through the whole series i'm pretty sure they are but they're you know they were like this was much shorter 
this seemed better. You know, we're going to do it this way. So it makes perfect sense because it flies. The, the, the Kai stuff, you're going from you're going from Raditz to Vegeta to Namek, and it all flows so well. Yeah. Uh, much better than I remember where it was like, God, we're like six episodes into the same fight. You know, like, and it's it's definitely flowing a lot better. Um, well, because they, they cut through... They cut through two Namek in what, like 15, 20 episodes, something like that? It's, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, 15 episodes. <laughs> yeah, they cut like seven out from the beginning of the show. There's like the first three episodes, and then they cut like seven episodes. And they do such a good job of, like, when there is a big edit, at the beginning of the episode, the, the voiceover will show clips from it. And it'll be like, while Gohan was training with Piccolo, you know, we had the, the Z heroes go here. And it's like... That's all you need to know, and it's so true. We didn't need four episodes of Gohan failing and getting, uh, and then finally getting it. It's like, no, we get it. Gohan trained, and now he's much better, and they have a better relationship. You know, it it makes sense. It makes total sense yeah. how they did it. Yeah, totally. Um, and to the purest, oh, that's the crazy thing. I, I want to search right now on Amazon. I went to look at Amazon. Sold out completely. I yeah. don't know if their show has anything to do with it. <laughs> no, it's it's but, been it, yeah, it's been sold out for a while. No, I mean, uh, for example, uh, is uh, okay. So Dragon Ball Z season one through nine, I picked that up. That you could have picked up fine for weeks, right? Right. They dropped the price, uh, and it was still you could still buy it now temporarily out of stock and it's been like that for since they've started the podcast really Wait, it's about which, a week after they started the podcast now which one? Oh yeah shit that's out of stock just even, just that. dragon ball z yeah. now uh kai season 1 uh let's see here i don't i don't think you can get either um the other season no, you can get it's here it's there yeah 34.99 it's in stock Okay, they put it back in stock. Okay, good. That was the one that was super hard to find. Yeah. I got it from like Fry's or whatever. So I'm a crazy person. I got, <laughs> I, got a, I got both, but <laughs> I I just got in that like that mode. I was like, okay, I need, like I need to watch this, and I don't know. I'm glad I have it. It's fun. It's a great watch. Um, I wish it was streaming somewhere. It's a shame it's not. Um, but like you can pay for it. You know what I mean? Like, I wish you could get, like, Crunchyroll and see Kyle, just like you can see Z. Right, but, yeah. But, yeah. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Have you been watching anything recently? Uh, not... Any new shows? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, and we're going to talk about Rebels later. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk a, a little bit about that. I know you haven't seen... what Now, what? how much of Rebels have you seen? The first three seasons? Yeah, I just haven't seen this season. Okay. There's only 14. It's what, technically 15 because the last one's a two-parter? Well, the last one's a double-length episode. So right. it's it's four, It's technically 15 in terms of runtime, but it's only 14 episodes. Yeah, um, I, I need to see. Yeah, I, I'm going to binge it this weekend. That's what I'm going to do because I think I have them all on the DVR. Yeah, I just haven't. I haven't seen it yet. I I haven't haven't been really watching much of anything. I I need to catch up because Walking Dead came back, so there's a few episodes I'm behind on that. Um, I want to finish. I want to watch this Altered Carbon show that everyone's raving about. I keep I I've keep seen... I keep looking at that, and then I'm just like, I don't want some. They're like, and it's like, um, it's it's kind of Blade Runnery in terms of just like being like dark right. gritty kind of sci-fi, and I'm like, I I'm just not, not right in the mood for that. I'm just not. Yeah. 
I, no, you know, I don't blame you. Taking nothing away from it. And Everything Sucks was another one that, like, I watched the first episode, and it's only, like, 20-some mm. minutes. Like, they're, mm. they're, they're network half-hour episodes, or, like, 22, 25 minutes, whatever. So they're not uh-huh. long episodes. But I was just like, I, I'm excited for this. I want to see this. And I started watching it, and I was like... I just, I will come back to this. I just, you know, it's not a knock on the quality or anything. I'm just like, I just, I don't know what I want right now to be watching. I really don't. So I keep trying and checking out stuff and I haven't, I'm trying to think of the last anything new that I watched and nothing's coming to me. Like I caught up, you know, I finished, I I did all of Rebels up until the finale, like last Thursday, Friday, whatever it was, um, and then I got caught up on Supernatural because I w- I've, I've been behind this season, and mm. and I mean I think that's that's it for TV. Like I haven't, I'm I'm so far. Like I'm not gonna catch up on anything probably until it's over, and I don't mean for the season. I mean for the series. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I man, yeah, I I I'm I'm behind with the Flash. I I I watched maybe an episode or two since it came back, but yeah, uh, it's crazy. I just I don't know. I put my time into other things uh, recently, so I don't know. There's not enough time in the day. I don't have enough. Di- I need to add like a few extra days of the week so we can have it off. Um, be like that, that episode of Doug where he slowed the Earth down, created Fun Day. <laughs> Well, it's like you want you want to get like in oh man everything kind of go but goes back to Dragon Ball now oh that was the other thing it's funny how they're 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 dra- the the giant bombs all systems Goku podcast the last five ten minutes just turned into wrestling because <laughs> 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 they were just arguing and Jeff's like don't I'm about I'm this close to bringing the giant bomb ca- the giant power bomb cast back and he's like me and jane are talking about it if you don't got the time we're about to do it because because like <laughs> for some reason they just start because oh because they start saying like oh well you know he's kind of the john cena of dragon ball or like you know well what is he who is he austin they're talking about like vegeta and stuff <laughs> so like yeah. so they get in this huge conversation about wrestling and, i don't know it was just hilarious oh, um boy. oh man but yeah anyway so it, th- 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 that's the thing is like I'll just be sucked into watching this dra- Dragon Ball stuff, and I won't watch anything else. Like I, I didn't have a desire to go and go. Okay, let's go through the Flash. Let's go. It's it's almost like these shows have kind of worn their welcome, I guess. I mean, I never thought I'd say that, but well, uh, you get you get fatigue, man. It, there's yeah. The problem is there's so much stuff, and the and it's it's a it's it it is such a bizarre problem to have to be like all of this stuff is really good, and you feel like you kind of have to watch it. And right. that by itself is is kind of I, I that's yeah. why I, like I stopped feeling bad about not being caught up on anything like I'm a season behind at least on on everything I watch like uh, everything CW not Game of Thrones though on The Walking Dead well Game of Thrones is easy they put out five episodes a year like right <laughs> that's, I want more like that I want more like Westworld I, I'm thinking I'm gonna have to back, go back and watch like the last few episodes of Westworld because I saw the trailer finally and I'm like oh I am so lost on where these characters are at and what they're doing <laughs> well I mean there's I, I was like wait oh yeah did they did that happen oh yeah that did happen wait why are they there Who's that? Like, it just it kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, wait a second. Where did these characters end up at the end of the first season? Yeah. So, yeah. True. 
that's a trip of a show. Um, yeah, yeah that's why that's why I want to jump into Altered Carbon. But you're absolutely right. You got to be in the right mindset. We got Jessica Jones coming out uh, this week. This this week, this Friday. So not Thursday. Um, Thursday. I, oh, that's true. You know what? Holy shit! I yeah. never finished. Did I finish the Defenders? I don't know. I don't know. Like I I wouldn't sweat it. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think, I don't, I don't think like it's, it's going to be, I imagine this is going to be way more connected to season one than it is to the defenders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, if they were going to cast blade in a Netflix series, who would you go for? You know, there is a part of me. There really is. That would say, you know what, to hell with it, give give it back to Wesley again. <laughs> yeah, give it to Wesley. I there, there there really is a part of me that just says, you know what, screw it, why not? Um, I I was thinking the same thing. I saw a poster going around, like a fan made poster of John Boyega as Blade. I think he's too young. Yeah, yeah, he's too. He doesn't quite have. There's not a sharpness to him. I'll tell you who Idris Elba would be a hell of a Blade. Oh yeah. Just just because he's for Blade, you need somebody who just exudes badass on that kind of level. And I, don't... I thought about the guy who plays Umbach, but that's in the Marvel universe. Yeah. So it would be hard. It would be a hard sell to be like, well, he's two different people. Yeah, yeah, because they're yeah. being connected like that. It wouldn't work. Yeah, but he's when when he's on screen, he just he steals every scene. So it, I don't know. He does. Yeah, yeah. Winston Duke had a hell of a th- of a theatrical debut. Like yes, that. that's. Yeah, <laughs> man, I can't wait to see him in more things. Yeah, I uh, can't wait to see him in uh, Infinity War. They better not kill him. Oh, I'll be mad. It's gonna be what? it's gonna be awesome. I no, because he's so much of that. I mean, I mean, aside from the cast that we knew, like I mean, you know, we knew we knew we knew Danae from Walking Dead. You know, we've known Lupita for a long time, but mm-hmm. but but guys like Winston Duke who who have not been in anything except for for theater. You know, I, mean, I think he's he's gonna be you know, what 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 I've seen from him from Black Panther. I think he's gonna be a, a fucking star. Yes, uh, I, in future I agree. movies. He's because he's he's got it, and you have, and and it makes you wonder how many, you know, the opportunity didn't hurt either. You know, being exactly. being what it was. This wasn't like oh, I got my start in an indie film and worked my way up, and then some projects along the way that that kind of bombed, and so people didn't put any stock in me and then i had to fight and claw to get back there he got started at the top absolutely and absolutely and this is why representation matters because any any other film we wouldn't have they might not have had room for for him you know what i mean they wouldn't have done what what disney did with this film no they wouldn't have taken Um, they wouldn't have taken a chance hell they don't take they wouldn't have taken a chance on a white guy fresh out of the theater that nobody knows you know, exactly. they, they certainly wouldn't wouldn't have looked at anybody of color and taken that same shot. Exactly. So, yeah, if I hear this guy's in anything coming out, all right, I'm in because, man, he steals the show. Yeah, definitely him. up there in one of my top Marvel characters. Cause uh, he's, and, and again, so like so much about that movie. He's he just he just shoots he's, straight like there's he's just uh, there's, a, there's a hard way to explain it. And the, the only thing I can and I I'm I'm sorry guys I'm gonna bring a lot of things to Dragon Ball every once in a while <laughs> for the next few months, but he's such a Vegeta character you know what I mean, 
and I love those characters in any form of fiction where um, we don't, I don't want to get too much spoiler territory about Black Panther, but just the, the, the how characters you feel one way about them at first and you're and then by the end of it, you're just like, oh, my God. Same thing I could say about um, what's his name? The brother in Game of Thrones. Um, uh, Jamie. Jamie, exactly. Yeah. Those kind of characters, those Vegeta kind of characters where you just feel so one way about them at the beginning. But through character development, and it doesn't even have to be that long of character development, but it's it's I don't know I love that kind of stuff. and I love that kind of character. But yeah, man, I, I can't wait to see what he can do. Yeah, it's going to be I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. And it's going to lead to more roles for him. And just mm-hmm. I'm serious. Put him in. I'd, I'll tell you, you will get people to show up. No question. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some of the news. We got some box office numbers up here. Yeah. Um, much to nobody's surprise, Black Panther was number one again this weekend. Uh, I saw it again. Uh, yeah, my mom wanted to go. So yeah, I've got. I I have to fix that same situation. My mom hasn't seen it yet either. I'm like, wait, we yeah. gotta go. But now I'm now with my schedule changing and everything, it throws that all out of whack. But yeah, she I'm, loved it. She's like, Captain America was my favorite Marvel character. I'm pretty sure Black Panther is now. And I was like, yes, that's awesome. Well, it's uh, I she, mean, she she. she she loved the culture that it showed. She loved the, she was at the end of it. She was just like, I just want to go to a place like Wakanda. Like yeah. that just looked like such an awesome. And it was her way of saying the world building in this movie was just fantastic. Exactly. Uh, because you know, the scene where with the waterfall and all of them, um, doing the traditional stuff, uh, for that, that culture where they're, they're singing and everything like she loved, she ate all of that. She loved every part of that. And, it just, oh man, it's it's, you've, it's so rare to find in movies these days. Very true. Very, oh, very yeah. true. Yeah, and it so she absolutely loved it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it it hung in there at number one. It made more than I expected it would this this far in though. It made sixty six million and change. I I was thinking closer to maybe fifty five, mm-hmm. um, but it continues to to overperform. <laughs> my lowball estimates which i'm thrilled by i'm, I'm ecstatic right. uh which is and it's only a 40 percent drop from last week which is not terrible right. uh, domestically that puts it at 501 as of sunday i think by the time this airs it's over it's going to be like 510 or 511 close to it it's knocked beauty and the beast out of ninth domestic all time oh wow so that's that's where that's it is crazy. right now. It's it's made almost it's made like nine hundred <coughs> globally. Oh, so wow. it's it's gonna it's gonna break a billion in the next week, maybe two. Maybe it takes that long because of a wrinkle in time. Yeah. Um, Red wow. Sparrow. Oh num- yeah. Nine. You're right. Nine hundred and nine million. That is insane. That's that's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. So cool. Uh, Red Sparrow debuted this week, second, uh, just shy of 17 million. Uh, Death Wish also debuted this week, 13 million. Um, here's what I thought was funny. I made a joke on Thursday night when these two premiered, and it was they they both started at seven, and there was also a screening of Jumanji at around the same time. And I th- and and I actually said to somebody, I said, "Why do we still have Jumanji here? These theaters have been almost empty." the last like week 
Like nobody has come to see it. it I know it did gangbusters for its run, but now it's you know it's been out for two months and change. It comes out on Blu-ray in like two weeks. Yeah, exactly. And it's still in, and it was still in theaters this past week. I think finally it's out this week. I think like this is the that's great. This is when it finally leaves. And the Greatest Showman. It and the Greatest Showman came out the same time. If I remember right, maybe within a week of each other, if not exactly the same time. And no, it was, I think, a week apart because Jumanji came out with Star Wars. Uh, And Star Wars is long gone. We we haven't had Star Wars for a long time because we've had Black Panther, I imagine. Mm -hmm. But we still have Jumanji. And I was like, nobody comes to see this. We had as many people for Red Sparrow as we had for Death Wish, the 7 o'clock premieres, as we had for Jumanji at the same time. It was like oh, 20 wow. people showed up to all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, I looked at this. I just threw my sheet in here. I was like, I don't I don't know anything. I don't know anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's... I, uh, I, just, I just pre-ordered my Star Wars The Last Jedi 4K Ultra Blu-ray Steelbook blah 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 from Best Buy. It's what, like, th- is it 30 or 35? Thirty-four ninety-nine. Yeah, that's not terrible. And there's a. I figured I, I'm future-proof myself. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, yeah. God, it's not that bad. Um, I'm not doing that obviously for every movie, but no. Uh, but there, there are some you just have to. This is this yeah. is and this is one where they know it. They absolutely yeah. know it. Like nobody like that. And Black Panther is going to be another one. Yep. Avengers when it comes out is going to be another yep. one. Like the big, big, big movies. Um, I think I'm going to start doing that. I, I have to set rules for myself. Um, Star <laughs> Wars movies. Uh, I'm probably going to do it moving forward with the Marvel movies um, and the Pixar movies. Because those movies are great in like the high definition. I will bet, right? yeah. Yeah, and the steel book for Coco is fucking – it's a work of art. <laughs> I'd ex- I would expect nothing less. I really would. Yeah. It really is. That whole movie is – jeez. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know. I think I mentioned on here. I saw the first part of it. I had to go for emergency reasons, but I, I was only able to see like a little over the first half. Loved it. Actually going to finish that tonight once we get off recording. So I'll be able to talk about it next week. I, I love it so far. The beginning of it all oh, reminded me of my grandma. Like it, it – not and not the – not not his grandma, but like his great-grandma Coco. Uh, just – yeah, I don't know. So – but anyway. Um, it, oh, man. It's a it's a – it's just it's a it's a good movie um, so far. Who knows? Maybe at the very end it could get very terrible, and they say really terrible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course, it's probably gonna be the present. Wouldn't that be weird? Like you see a movie in the whole beginning of it, you're like, this is awesome, and you're like, all right, I gotta pause this and do something, and then you come back, and then they just say like some crazy shit at the very end, and everything falls apart. That'd be terrible. <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna do that. Mm. But man, the the visuals in that, the colors, the way they pop. Oh, it's like they were like, hey, uh, and I'm not watching it on an OLED screen, which, I, man, I wish I had enough money for that. But I can't even imagine what it looks like on those kind of television screens with the, the way the it, the lights pop and stuff. Oh, it's beautiful. Anyway, sorry about that. Yeah. No, it's no, it's a it, it, it's a phenomenal movie. The artwork, the detail in the, and I mean, I know they've documented it before, just how just how much work it took. But it's that's it's 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 breathtaking to think about how much work goes into it i mean i've i've like i have putting artistic talent aside because i don't have any i you know i've dabbled in like the tutorials for like after effects and stuff and and i know if i got really really good at this 
I would not even remotely hold a candle to the work that mm-hmm. that they have to do. It takes a yeah. it it takes just an absolute army to get these things done, and it's insane. <laughs> and the and I tip my hat to the pipeline people who work and make sure the networks stay up and everything's mm-hmm. running smooth. Because God, if one system in oh. those offices crashes, then good oh. night. Yeah, no, absolutely. Man, it's it's the little things in those movies, the way the candles look and they, they the way the light burns on the candles and the way the water looks in the movie. You're yeah. like there's a part where you like step back and you're like, "Oh, did they actually use like real candles or real water in this scene?" But no, the whole thing's animated and it yeah. just blows my mind. They had uh, I'll never forget when I was at Full Sail, they had some people from Frozen come in and talk to us about it. And they had, because of the way the, because there's so much ice in it and how, and and the way that it works with light and how crazy that gets, they had to invent an entirely new shading program. That's crazy. Because of that. Like it's, that's the kind of stuff that, that, that you don't really think about. And it's, it's just, Mm -mm. it's insane. The amount of work that goes into it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so that's what I'm going to kind of. Because my plan is I do – like that's my next goal and I, I, like I said, I'm really bad with money, trying to get better. But like my – I haven't had a nice TV in a while. Uh, the ones I've had are like hand-me-downs and stuff like that. I've had to sell TVs because – just because of, with money restraints and stuff like that. I haven't had a nice one in a long time. So like I'm going to be saving every paycheck basically for a while. I want to get a really nice TV because I do want to see these movies – you know, because I'll, I'll go see him in the theater. I'm like, this is great. I'll come home and I'm like, okay, this TV looks like it's about to break down. <laughs> you know? um, and so, yeah, to have one of my own, that's that's really nice. So that's, I don't know, that's a goal of mine. So that I, I'm kind of pre, kind of getting it set up now. So when I, yeah, when I go get Black Panther or something like that, it'll definitely be the Best Buy Steelbook case that just th- those things look like pieces of art i don't know if you have you ever have you ever gotten a steel book from them I've, I've never gotten one but i've just I, I and some of them are 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 hit and miss with me like some oh. of them are 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 mag- most of them are are magnificent they're crazy but i've seen some where i'm like oh they this wasn't supposed to have a steel book and they just kind of made one and could you get, you know, you get them things like that happen yeah. with, with any kind of collector's edition, anything, but the, the Logan one, this Logan steel book case is, 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 is hand drawn. It looks so fucking cool. I'll bet. That's one of them that I would love. Uh, but yeah, man, that's, that, yeah, it's one, it's ones like ones like those that I would definitely get, but, I don't know, uh, yeah. Whew. but yeah, it's all. I don't know. It's making me uncomfortable talk looking at all of this. And talking about <laughs> just how much money I'm going to spend, uh, but yeah, Whew. Uh, you gotta love. Um, it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And what's cool now is a lot of these movies that the Academy Awards are talking about, they're either out or they're coming out very soon. Yeah, most most of them are already out. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to like I want to see uh, the Shape of Water. Oh, so uh, good. Which I don't so know if it's good. out yet or it's about to be out. I think it's still in theaters. It's yeah, because we just had it. Uh, we still had it last week. Yeah, but we had so, a scre- we had two screenings of Get Out on Monday, so I don't know. <laughs> like, it was, what? It was so random. Like all. Oh the... yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a free. It wasn't it free? No. Uh oh. 
I don't think oh, see, so. I thought it was free. Uh-uh. I don't... Now, maybe in select locations. I don't think ours... What We only had two people show up. If it had been free, I think we'd have had more than that. Get Out returns to theaters this month with one free screening. Oh, we had with two. With free screenings. Yeah. Really? I didn't see... Yeah. That. Missed out on your chance to see Get Out this year or want to see it again? Either way, you'll have a shot to do it this month. February 19th. Oh, this was last... That's that last month yeah get out will screen at 55 amc theaters you'll so i guess it was free last month for 55 theaters which that's such a cool fucking thing to do like oh hey here's my movie if you want to see it for free yeah <laughs> yeah get get outs man that's that's a good movie let's see here it's uh, but yeah no the shape of water i don't know when that comes out on blu-ray well let me find i'll look it up real quick but yeah i mean it I, was I, it was just so weird to just show up and and to see like, hey, we have a two o'clock and a nine something showing of Get Out. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. it's out on digital February twenty seventh, so I'll be I'll be I'll be able to watch it. Uh, I'll rent it on Amazon. Nice, yeah. Um, Blu-ray uh, next week. Blu-ray March thirteenth. Ah, there we go. Well, I just might actually wait for the Blu-ray. Yeah, it's a week. Um, how full was the theater with the Get Out? Two people. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn, well, sucks. I mean, here's because it's out digitally no already. advertising, like, yeah. And that was the other thing. There, there wasn't like you just like you looked and oh my god, we're showing Get Out. Like, right. We we did that with a couple movies. Like one week we randomly had the what was it, uh, Mountain Between Us. Like because it had come mm. out and it had run its course, and then like a month later we got it back for a weekend. And mm. and I think it was like Golden Globes consideration kind of thing. But if you didn't uh, like, if you didn't know, you you never would have you never would have known. Mm. Like it was gotcha. just that kind of random thing. Right, right. Well, I don't know. I'll watch Coco. Maybe you'll watch the because uh, it's actually probably not able to rent. It's probably just for buying on Amazon and iTunes. Um, what? Shape I don't know. Maybe I'll just wait till next week. Shape of Water should be to rent, probably. Well, usually if they do the out on digital first, usually that means to purchase it digitally. Then they release the Blu-ray on whatever date. And then a little bit after that, they'll release the for rent. Because they want you to buy it first. Really? I mean, it makes sense, but that's I didn't usually know usually how, yeah. So like with Amazon and stuff, or with PlayStation or Amazon, that's usually how it goes. I could be wrong, Uh but yeah, usually at first they want you to buy it, and then a little bit after that, it's like okay, now it's here to rent. Yeah, it looks like that's what they're doing because it's just uh, it's just buy on Amazon. It looks like right, right, right. So yeah, so who knows? Maybe when it comes out on Blu-ray, you might be able to rent it. But I'm pretty sure they wait a few weeks because they'll get the they'll get the people like me that are a little bit like I don't want to wait. Oh, I don't, might as well spend the fourteen bucks or whatever. <laughs> And 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 get it digitally, um, like I want to see the Darkest Hour, that's there for, you know. So I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot I want to see. Man, the Oscars does such a good job selling me on a movie way more than any of their trailers do. I look. I'll tell you what, man. You are not wrong. I and and watching <laughs> watching the 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 Oscars this year. The thing that blew me away was all the different video packages for yes. everything were tremendous. Oh yeah. They were they were they were masterpieces. Oh yeah. Well what they do is they, you know, when it's like 
um, best actress, best supporting actor, actress, best actor, best supporting actor, you know, best cinematography, whatever. Uh, they show you clips where it's like, this is why we're choosing them as a nominee. Uh, look at this performance they do. And they don't show that in the trailer. They don't show that that, that few, that maybe a minute clip of the, those characters. And it's like, oh shit, I don't even know what this movie's about, but that scene alone just just got my arm, you know, the hairs on my arm standing up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, like Lady Bird, she just jumps out of the car. I'm like, I gotta see, I, don't, I need to know what this is. Right? Like, <laughs> that know? sells you on a movie. If you look at that and yeah. you think, okay, here's a mother and a daughter arguing and they're arguing mm-hmm. about whatever it is they're arguing about. And, oh my God, she jumped out of the car. Like, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> funny because we've all kind of had that that thought, like, I just want to jump out of the car right now. Like, yeah. I could totally just do that. No one ever really does, obviously. <laughs> Maybe some people. But uh, to see that in a movie, that was just such a cool scene. Because I was like, oh, my God, she did it. She yeah. just jumped out of the car. And, um, the, and the way absolutely right. I would love yeah. to have that job if, you know, if I knew how to do it. But, like, the way they edit all of that together, it's so beautiful. You're well, absolutely right. Yeah. And because, I mean, I loved what they did for, like, each of the categories before mm-hmm. like the little package before when they're like oh and this is the yeah. category we're gonna do was all different clips from past oh, academy it's... award winners and i was like that yeah. oh that's awesome yes oh yeah yeah i, I, I want to go on youtube to see if there's like a clip all those clips to find that would be really cool yeah god oh don't give me homework because i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the, the the one that Kevin Smith did years ago? It was a trailer to Clerks 2. No, I don't think where so. it's like every once in a while a movie comes out and it's just all of these clips from all these famous movies to uh, I forgot what the song is. I'll find it later. Well, I'll post it actually on um, on our uh, Facebook group. Um, but it's this cool little like. It's just all these clips to a song and whoever did the trailer uh, and it's someone like a, through Kevin Smith, like one of the guys who works with them. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. Where I was like, this is this was really cool because it just makes me immediately go. Yeah, now I need to go watch that movie again because that's such a cool scene, you know. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I love those kind of things. <laughs> uh, a good a good supercut is is hard to beat. Like there's, oh, yeah. and especially like I've, that's, that's why I come down hard on trailers sometimes because when they're, they, they have, because they're so important. Trailers mm-hmm. are tremendously important and sometimes you only get one shot. You know, if you yeah. don't have the marketing budget, I mean, Ready Player One can afford three different trailers, you know, three different mm-hmm. full length trailers plus all the TV spots besides but oh, yeah. you know, sometimes like Hurricane Heist had one shot and they screwed up. Like, <laughs> like oh, yeah. I, I just well, I'll tell you, and I and I'll say this in in the in the defense of the trailer house that had to put that together, maybe that was the best they had to work with, and that's that because I mean that's kind of what a trailer is supposed to be. It's not just supposed to give you a quick Cliff Notes version of the summary. It's also supposed to say here are some of the best bits, and sometimes we see that too much in trailers they put all the funny lines in the trailer and nothing else and that doesn't leave anything else that kind of thing um but but i i i i i just that's another reason why i i have no hope for this movie which comes out this week because it's like (laughs) oh i'm pretty sure we saw everything in the trailer 
and that's the yeah. best that they had, and it was nothing but cliches. I just, I, uh, yeah. Did you ever watch those? Bringing it back to Dragon Ball, those what do they called them? Like AMVs? Uh, uh, uh no, it's... anime music videos. Yeah. Did you ever watch those? I used to watch the Dragon Ball ones, and I used to like me and my friends would used to like cut them together with Windows Movie Maker. We would just, you know, rip a song and then just take clips from, uh, from from Dragon Ball Z and just put it, just shove them in there. They were mine were always terrible, but I loved seeing those. They're, I mean, they're good when they're done right, but sometimes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the part of that's it's it's what makes editing really hard is that sometimes you have to you have to know what to get rid of and right and sometimes that may mean getting rid of something you really really like yeah well the cream always rises you know true so, so that's why i always you know I, I i you would go through a bunch and the ones that were super popular i mean this was back when the only way you could watch them was to torrent them almost because there was no youtube yeah, not really. There was, I mean, yeah. what you might find something like that on. God. That's how people shared them, right? Like there was, there was, there was Newgrounds. That was and... that's what I was trying to think of was Newgrounds. Yeah, God. yeah. But even some things like that, you could, some of them you couldn't put on there because of copyright yeah. you know, laws and stuff. So I, there was like, I think I went on like LimeWire and I was like. Dragon Ball Z A and V and like the the most popular ones were the ones that were you know right up at top and I was like all right let's check these out uh always a Linkin Park song <laughs> yeah yeah and it went so beautifully together do yourself a favor if you're playing Dragon Ball uh Dragon Ball Fighters put on some Linkin Park hybrid theory uh crank it up and then just play some of that play that game because it's just oh man it it fits right in with it I see. I, I always remember more to to stuff off of Meteora. Yeah. Well, wait, which one was? Because that was her second. Because Meteora was her second one. That was where you got. Uh, that was where you got to somewhere I belong and and all those. Ah. Uh, uh, okay. And yeah, I mean, because I mean, Hybrid Theory was good though. But I mean, and I, I I lost them after uh, what was it? Re reanimation was that it? The one where they oh, did yeah, like yeah. the the remixes and stuff. And then ever since, like they got they got way more pop after that. And I just, yeah. yeah, it was the it was the one step closer. The in the end, like yeah. uh, well, because I mean, the, that was the one that was always Vegeta. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you could not get away from that song either. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, uh, yes, absolutely. So you know, yeah, at the time, and then it got just crazy where it's like, okay, I'll listen to something else. Yeah. But now, after all these years, it's nice to go back and be like, oh, this is a fucking. I love that album. Well, I mean, uh, here's here's a weird. Like I don't know. To me, this is a weird tour pairing, but it's it's pat. It's like it's like it's like fifteen year old me and like current me wanted to make a tour, and like and they're coming to Charlotte. And I don't know where else they're going. It's Lindsey Sterling and Evanescence. What I know, right? <laughs> it's like, and I'm wow. like, I wish I had money because I would get, I would be front row to that show because I'm like, that's, that's crazy. Cause what, oh, yeah. I mean, what a bizarre ticket. Well, like, that's, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, well, I think, I, uh, there's, there's, uh, there's a few people on tour right now that I'd want to see that like 16 year old me would totally want to see is the, I think it's like taken back Sunday Oh, and uh coheen cambria are on <laughs> tour together i think yeah nice nice <laughs> so that's like just total emo 
you know, <laughs> that would be a, that'd be a cool show to see, uh, to go to. You know who? Oh man, you're. I'm not even gonna bring it up. Oh, go for it. Why not? You're gonna be so mad uh, when you find shock. out who's on tour <laughs> and is expected to make over a million dollars doing it. I anybody i wouldn't be surprised cash me outside girl yeah well if they actually go through the tour dates they've canceled a lot of them oh they did because according to to her manager and this was a while back so i don't know if this has changed recently but like oh yeah they had booked a tour and everything and then they had had to cancel some of the dates to be rescheduled because and and this is a a modified quote the demand was so high they were moving it to different arenas oh wow so which which really just means nobody's gonna go see that damn tour no it's gonna be in orlando i don't know who the hell's gonna see it (laughs) because it's like half an hour of her lip syncing to rap and crap like it's 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 nonsense even for this kind of even for this level of celebrity, it's just ridiculous. Well, the thing is, it's very, it's very made in a studio. Like I, I saw somewhere that like ha- half of everything she makes goes directly to the studio because it's very much a produced, generic product where they were kind of like, hey, this girl's getting a ton of attention and she's got like a bazillion followers on Instagram and whatever, and you know, uh, we could put her in front of this microphone and have her say these things and we can do everything in the background because that's how a lot of rap is these days uh and and i'm not even hating on it like a lot of people hate on new rap and i'm not one to do that because music's always evolving it's always changing um sometimes it's more about the beat than it is about the lyrics you know Uh, what's what's the saying you listen to the beat of the song when you're in a good mood and a happy mood and you listen to the lyrics of a song when you're depressed that's yeah that's kind of how people that, – that's how I heard of it. So like I think you know, rap is going through like a – I don't want to compare it to punk rock because it's not. But it's very much a um, fuck how you used to be doing it kind of mentality. Uh, and it might be terrible for a lot of people. But there's a lot of young kids who are just like, yes, this is great because it's a great beat and blah, 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 blah. It, it was kind of the perfect storm for her because they were able to fit and shoehorn her in that because she doesn't have to have a lot of talent to have a good beat and to have lyrics that sound halfway, you know, it's there's there's an audience for that is all I'm saying, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And it's very manufactured. That's why I don't want to compare it to punk rock because punk rock is kind of the opposite of that. Right. If but that no, makes sense. I, but I get what you're saying. It's a, it, it is in its own, it's a bizarre kind of, counter rebellion it's like yes. the studio it, it's like instead of when the it, when it was punk rock when the artists were taking control it's almost the reverse and now the studio is taking control exactly uh, which is disgusting and deplorable and punk rock forever but, but you these know kids they're eating it up especially because a lot of these artists are young and of course man when you see those paychecks yeah you know it's, Not, it's it's we're, it's rare and far and in between now that we get someone like Kendrick Lamar yeah. that spends time with their lyrics and, you know, it means something. His whole album, you listen from the beginning to end, it tells a story. And so, like, yeah, you're not going to get that with whoever she is, the, the cash me outside girl. Yeah. So, like, yeah. no, I don't, don't, don't want to hate on it. Whatever. That's for some people. It's not me. Uh, and I can't hate on her grind. Whatever she's doing to make money, that's fine. But uh, I just thought that was crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, it. you know, like I 
my thing is I keep looking at these and I'm thinking, what makes these people special? And really nothing. It's, it's a, it's a mixture of 12 different quirks of fate that put them in that place saying that thing at that time. And it's all short term. And I take a bizarre and perverse pleasure from that, knowing that in five years, unless she changes her branding, she's going to wind up working the drive through at insert local fast food place here. Like they're just maybe I don't want to root against her, I guess. Like, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that I, I think she's too young. Like she she's she doesn't when she hopefully when she matures, she she will ch- like most people will change and go, oh, man, how fucking dumb did I sound? Uh, I hope a lot of people because think about it back when we were that age, we everything we said we did was not recorded. True. You know, all of our that, thoughts and opinions and how uh, obviously she's different because she's just on a total different like disrespect level to everyone around her. Neither one of us were like that, um, you know, but I have to think that like that at some point, you know, she'll she'll get it together uh, and, and be like, yeah, I don't know, just uh, I don't know. It's it's weird to talk about because it's just totally not either of our things, if that makes sense. True. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, like. I don't know, you know, I'm not, I, you know, I, 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 I don't know, I'm not, what do you call it? I'm not like a hip hop head. I'm not like on the, you know, I'm not, I don't know all these new artists and stuff like that. I'm just like when, but I hear it. Like when I, I hear Migos, I'm like, okay, it's a good beat. I heard him on Atlanta. Like I dig it. Um, it, it it's kind of like, you know, just because I enjoy something with good lyrics or whatever does not mean I don't have to enjoy something that's just purely a beat and has dumb lyrics, if that makes sense. Like, I can enjoy Burger King just as much as I can enjoy Ruth, Ruth, whatever, Ruth Chris. So, like, it's uh, – and so that's why I'm not quick to jump on someone like that. But, pff, man, you're absolutely right. It was a, a – just a perfect storm of, like, her getting to that show and her uh, taking that meme – and running with it and staying relevant and staying in the news and getting followers and getting social media and then jumping on that opportunity. Branding, man. It's, it's, it's branding and, and managers who want you to make money because that means they make money. Like that's right. And it was salacious and you know, yeah, that's, you know, whatever is out of control and wild and whatever that that's going to grab people's attention more than something that somebody doing something good. So now it's the crazy thing. That's what the Dr. Phil show is going to be known for forever now is is creating something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, well, how do you even get on this topic? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, but it's I funny can, the directions we go. <laughs> but I can get us back on topic because Dr. Phil is a product of Oprah, who's starring in A Wrinkle in Time that comes out this week. <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, transition time. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I just – I still have no interest in that movie. I know I'm going to see it, but I, – I want – I I think – and here – I'm, I'm going to throw this out here. Here's what I predict. I think that – because I, I was worried that it was actually going to get buried because Black Panther was going to still be going. Especially once I saw how much money Black Panther made, I was like, oh, this is just going to roll right over A Wrinkle in Time. I think instead that that A Wrinkle in Time being about a young female 
protagonist of color is going to catch the wave from that. I actually think this helps it, and it's going to make more money than I thought originally. Well, I, I hope. I, I, I just it's my thing. I just want it to be good. I Because right. this is a thing where I was like, I'll read the book. And I've tried to read that book so damn many times, and it doesn't make any sense at the beginning. It makes no – because it's so full of jargon, and I just cannot get through it. Yeah, it's the setting that just completely just – I'm like pass on it just because yeah. it just – I don't know. It looks like every like twelve-year-old book of fantasy, if that makes sense. And I, I don't want to. I know that sounds bad, but I'm not trying to make it sound bad. No, but, but it's, it's. I'm. I'm not. I'm. It's not that sweet spot for me. Where, like, I I love a good book made into a movie, but it, it's weird. Like, it's weird to say that because things like Jumanji was made for that kind of age bracket too, but that just seemed more interesting to me. I, I don't know. Uh, just the, I don't know. It, it's got some great talent in it. Yeah, that's the one thing that kind of sticks out to me. I'm like, this talent is awesome. Uh, but yeah, it's just I don't know. I hope it does well. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I don't know. It, it may. I, I don't. Uh, I hesitate to even say if it's going to be number one this weekend. You'd think it'd be a slam dunk because it's Disney, but. We've, you know, they haven't all been winners. You know, Pete's Dragon and the BFG were not tremendous. So I, I, I want this. Go for it. See the trailer for Christopher Robin. Yes, I did. Oh my goodness! What did you think? What did you feel watching that trailer? Tell me what you what you felt. Um, there's something about Winnie Pooh that always. <sighs> I don't know. It feels, I don't know the right words. It's heartfelt. Uh, when you, you know, when I read a quote, I, cause I always see him on, I always see the quotes on Facebook and stuff like that. And I always read it in his voice. Yeah. Uh, and they're always heartfelt. It's kind of like, almost like Yoda in a way. Um, when you read Yoda, it's very heartfelt. It's very wise. Uh, I get the same feeling when I see Winnie the Pooh or I hear Winnie the Pooh. Um, there was just something so charming about that trailer. Um, that really made me think, oh my God, this is, I got to see this movie and it's going to put me in a good mood. Uh, I don't know that that's what I got from it. Um, and it's Hugh McGregor. Like he's literally Obi-Wan. So, I mean, <laughs> you got me, you got me with Winnie the Pooh. You got me with Obi-Wan. What about you? I like for most of the trailer, I was like, okay, fine. You know, I can see the Disney in this movie and everything. Mm-hmm. And then they showed Pooh and I thought, oh, look at him. He's adorable. And then, you know, when when Ewan has the perfect response, and I thought the same thing before he said it. He says, he says I've cracked. I thought, yeah, right. he's gone mad. He's completely having a well, breakdown. And well, it's, it's, it's Ted for mature adults. Yeah, because, because the great thing was when, when Pooh reaches out and, he's, and he says, no cracks, but, or, or I don't see any cracks, just right. some wrinkles. And, yeah. and it's so just, it's so adorably delivered and it sounds yeah. it sounds saying that makes it sound kind of cutesy but it's not there's a sincerity to it and right. it's just it's pure and i and i really really loved it and i can't like i'm i am genuinely excited for this movie now just from that trailer because yeah. it's it, it's just so there's an innocence to it that's the damn that, word that's I what i mean for. and i yeah well i guess i shouldn't have said mature adult but you know what i mean like it's a 
it's not like a raunchy movie. It's 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 like a Ted for a mature like a mature movie, if that makes sense. Right. Not not mature like for mature not audiences immature. only. But yeah. for like actual people who have matured. Like Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's what it felt like. And it, it you're absolutely right. It was adorable. Uh and oh man, that that that's gonna be good. Um when we talked about this a while ago, I was like, How are they gonna do a Winnie the Pooh movie? Now we know. Well, Live action. Now it makes sense. Now we're going to oh, see how man. Detective Pikachu is going to look. Oh, God. <laughs> or Sonic. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be weird. We're uh, going to have one of these kind of movies every year, it seems. <laughs> at least. At least. Oh, oy vey. Oy vey. Well, Paddington was, was a mix. Peter Rabbit was a mix. I heard people loved Paddington. I, and the dude who directed it, I mean, we've talked about him the last couple of weeks just because they've been wanting him for everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I've heard people legit, like, you're fucking sleeping on Paddington. That movie is movie of the year. Like, I've heard people, like, like that I love their opinion. They loved that movie. And I was like, what? They're like, it's a movie we knew you would never see, but if you go see it, you'll like it. And I was like, I got to see this Paddington movie. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the movies I usually just kind of turn my nose up to. So I'm like, yeah, it's not for me. But I'm an idiot. <laughs> I like being proven, you know, that yeah. I'm an idiot. Go well, see those movies and, well, and they're good. Yeah, and I mean I thought the same thing with Peter Rabbit. You know, I right. still haven't seen it, but I actually might because every – I've never – I've yet to see anybody leave the theater who wasn't smiling. Oh, that's awesome. And and one way or another, whether they're smiling I, – I always like – I hope that they're smiling for the movie. You know, maybe right, right. maybe their buddy said something stupid on the way down the stairs. Who knows? But oh. I, I've never seen anybody not smiling leave the theater. And I mm. thought, you know what? Sure. What the hell? Why not? Yeah. Well, now we got Movie Pass. We can do that. Um, yeah. Just, was... remem- just remember Movie Pass is watching you. <laughs> that's fine. I, I, I here's whatever. Here, I mean, here's my thing. People <laughs> That's how got, they make their money, right? And people got so bent out of shape because they're like, "Oh, Movie Pass tracks you everywhere." You have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. It, you know, pick your 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 maps poison. <laughs> if you have a cell phone, you are always something. Some app on your phone is always tracking you. Get over it. Bingo. Like, yep. If you are worried about something tracking you, you should not have a smartphone. Exactly. You know, not um, to not to sound like an anti-conspiracy theorist but like just just they it's it's a fact get over it either that or well that's the the thing like if you're just a true truly if you are if that is a big concern for you and privacy is a big issue for people then just don't get that kind of phone you won't have an issue it should not you know it's it's it should be no surprise to anyone that facebook does this twitter instagram all of that uh it's just like the other ones um and you all of that is probably in the small print that no one reads when you download the app yeah. But um but yeah, so I I completely agree. Yeah. Um I wonder if it tracks you if you're well no, it probably does. I was gonna say I wonder if it tracks you if the app is completely closed out before and after. But it might take wherever you're at because if your GPS is on, it might take that. I don't Yeah. I don't know. But Eh, I don't know. I guess they want to see what you're eating or what you're doing or whatever. Well, but, the, uh... the the idea that they have have put out there is so that it can help with suge- so it the, it can be almost like a guide between right. like oh from here to the theater here are the restaurants along the way and that kind of thing like right right, right. Eh, yeah. I mean you know 
Yeah, the price best. you pay to go see all these movies a month. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I, you know, I I go so many places. It's like, well, they have your home address. I'm a voter in North Carolina. Like all that stuff is public yeah. record. Like, yeah. Oh, this, yeah. This is not a this is not a shock to to, to man, anybody. We're getting into movie pass season. We got a lot of things coming out. We got. God. Oh, uh, um, say say a prayer for me for the next four months. Like, oh. Man, oh. you picked a great time. I should right <laughs> work in a movie theater. <laughs> every yeah, cause... every every week or other week, and and I'm and I want to say something to Disney, because uh, I because I know they I know they're listening. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, right. Don't don't joke, don't joke. It's not even funny. Um, I want to say this with everything that's being moved up and shuffled and kicked around. Push solo a week. Move it to June first so that you're not going to get run over by Deadpool, because that's the way it's set up. We've got Avengers three weeks, Deadpool two, and then Solo. Avengers is going to hit a roadblock at Deadpool. Deadpool is going to pick up momentum next week, and that's going to kill Solo. You have two weeks off. There's nothing that comes out on June first. And nothing that comes out on June 8th. Nothing that's really big. Ocean's 8 comes out on June 8th, I think. But not a ton of crossover audience, I doubt, between Solo and Ocean's 8. Uh, so there's not a ton of risk there. Push Solo a week. That way Deadpool has two weeks to do its thing. And that'll kind of level out. And then Solo on June 1st and to the 8th. And then The Incredibles 2 is the 15th, and then Jurassic World on the 22nd, and then there's like a week off. So push it a week. Do do something sensible. We're shuffling things around. We've we've seen that a month out, people are still moving things around, or two months out, whatever. People are still willing to move stuff around. So make that call. Bump it one week. That's all I'm asking. For your own sake, bump it a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. But I just, I don't know. That's just, that's just my idea. Anyway, they're going to wind up, it, they're, Disney is slowly going to wind up eating itself because it's going to put out so many movies that well, it's going to be its own competition and, it, and that's going to be a bad thing. Yeah, like stop putting them all out at one time. Solo should be in the winter time. I, I, I don't understand why they didn't just do that to begin with. I I agree with with that because it's just it, it Christmas and Star Wars. Yeah, like I even with Rogue One, like I just yeah uh, I wanna I wanna put on my PJs. I want to get all nice and cozy. Read a Star Wars book, you know. And then I want to go see a Star Wars movie. They want to put together a Star Wars Lego set, and <laughs> I want to, you know, just I want to be all Star Wars during that time. Uh, and yeah, it's weird coming out just a few months. I mean, it's literally going to come out like a week after <laughs> The Last Jedi comes out on Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, or at least that's what it seems like. Um, so, yeah, it's it's odd. It's an odd placement. Um, I don't know. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. I, I hope so, too. Um and I just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm worried because people, it, look, people don't have money to go see everything. And, and the same studio needs to realize that because it's all, yeah. it's, it's all Disney. It's all Disney. Black Panther, A Wrinkle in Time, Avengers, Solo. These are all Disney properties. 
And it's mm-hmm. making me crazy because it is. Did you see like the little like extended forecast for Disney basically where they just kind of reserved basically one date a month for the next five years for films? Well, I saw they added like six movies to the Marvel docket. Yeah. 20 something. But then they've they've added like Disney live action, uh, Pixar, uh, Toon Disney. Like there's all like and it's all untitled. So it's just placeholders. And then, you know, untitled Marvel project, you know, stuff like that. Just so they've been just so they've staked out release dates and they've got one a month, pretty much sometimes two, if I remember right, from now until the end of February 2023. This is insane. This is madness, and you guys are going to destroy yourselves. Stop it. No. Stop it. It's too many. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. There's a, lot, there's a lot of movies, a lot of Disney movies. Yeah, and I and I understand, and I I don't want to say it this way because I, I know this is a way to get a lot of people mad at me because it sounds like I'm siding with the studios here, but to play devil's advocate on their behalf because this is better for the health of the industry in the long term cut back on the number of movies i know that kills Mm -hmm. i I know that hurts employment i know that's not great for crews in particular i know i know and i'm sorry but think of it this way would you rather have the opportunity to work at a studio on the handful of movies it does a year or would you like to work on all of the movies for the next couple of years and then, oh, there's no more work because the studio has worked itself into bankruptcy. And I know this is Disney and that's never going to happen, but humor me here a little bit. Like, there's... At some point, drastic cuts are going to have to be made because the money is going to stop coming in this way because there's just too much. There's going to be too many films being made at one time and they're all going to cost a ton of money and because there are so many coming out in competition with each other, none of them are going to make enough money to justify it in the first place. So they're going to have to start cutting back so that these movies that they make that cost a lot of money will have time to make a lot of money. And if they would do that sooner rather than later, they could save themselves a whole hell of a lot of headache. Yeah, no, I agree. That's... Anyway, that's my way. I'm, I'm, I know they have plenty of smarter people looking at that, and they all think it's a great idea. And yeah, I mean, we we need one Star Wars movie year, not two. You know, we need uh, one or two Marvel movies a year. We don't need three, <laughs> which I, is what it's coming to now. I'm I'm good with um, two. Give me one like February ish, yeah. like Black Panther. One in the summer, mm-hmm. like the Avengers, and then Star Wars in the winter. Yeah, I'm good with that. Or, yep. or give me, if you're going to do your third Marvel movie, it better be scary and come out in October. Yeah, bingo. There you go. I, you know, that's... Do one live action movie a year, you know, for your live action movies. Right. But, I mean, you know, that that's the other thing is like, at the same time, they make a shitload of money. So, that like, it's... Yeah, but they haven't stacked the schedule quite like the way it looks like they're going to. <laughs> And right, that, right. I and, think it's now going to come to a uh, like, oh shit, we need to look at this. To see yeah, how we're doing. They're they're gonna wind up looking at this and going, oh, we made too many movies for 150 million dollars, 
and most and of them haven't got Fox yet. <laughs> no, they they <laughs> you know uh, just, they uh, really need to make Fox its own kind of studio. Uh, it will so be. So that at Fox. least when you see the movies, it doesn't say Disney in the beginning. It says something else, so we at least feel as if another studio is making them. Agreed. No, I com- <laughs> I absolutely agree. It's, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's the thing of, like, where you put Disney in the credits at the end, mm-hmm. you know, as yeah. part of the production companies. You don't throw the logo on there, but I do think that that, that 20th century is still going to be its own thing. You, you shuffle the Marvel Fox movies into Marvel, yes. and then the rest, you make it as its own studio. Yes, uh, I agree. That That's how I would go about it. Especially yeah. Fox Searchlight, because Fox Search, I mean, they're yeah. they're behind so many, so many of the Oscar films. I mean, uh... Oh, the, uh, Shape of Water was a Fox Searchlight film, I think. Mm. Somebody, one of them was either Shape of Water or uh, Three Billboards, and it might have even been both. But I mean, that's my wow. thing of like that's that's the kind of prestige factor, and I will I will look that up to double check myself. But that's mm-hmm. the kind of thing of like those those little studios also don't need to have Disney in front of them. You know, Fox Searchlight, Fox Two Thousand. You know, these these studios have their own excuse me sorry have their own brand and their own right. image and i i do think that fox is that uh, disney is uh smart enough to actually recognize that I, I i would hope so anyway but um oh yeah you know well, let's, I, talk, let's talk let's talk about some of these movies that won oscars yeah and my god it was both of them how about that i'll be damned i was right yeah <laughs> you were <laughs> that doesn't happen often uh but yeah, it's uh, so the Oscar. You didn't? Did you watch the the awards? I was working, so I was I had it on. I was watching parts of it, and then I saw like the last hour. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah. It was a good ceremony overall. There were a couple of uh, the the going across to the theater bit was pointless and took up it, it just took up time. Like it was it was an interesting idea that didn't work really. It I was, want a hot dog cannon. I, you know, yes. here's the thing. Oh my the, God. The first time they walked in there and Kimmel talked about how much it smelled like pot. My first thought was, could you imagine you're sitting in a movie theater watching a movie as potentially trippy as A Wrinkle in Time? So that's why you got lit before you came in. And then mm-hmm. you look down and there's the Lone Ranger with a hot dog cannon. You're going to yeah. lose your mind. <laughs> And Mark Hamill's giving you ever-loving, ever-loving <laughs> gobstoppers. And here comes, and here comes Guillermo oh, del Toro with a giant sub. <laughs> no one would believe you if it was not recorded. No, no one would say. And then, and then Wonder Woman was handing out boxes of sweet darts. Like nobody, no, nobody would, no, but absolutely nobody would. I believe. Like, so many selfies. I, but I mean, it was oh, here's the, it was a neat idea, and it was a and it was a fun idea, but. It was a great idea for like a Jimmy Kimmel skit, for like a late night skit. Right, it, it right. It took right. up so much time from the actual Oscars, and I know that's kind of nitpicky and pedantic, but mm-hmm. I, I just you know that's really. I kinda... saw Mark Hamill introduce himself to Gal Gadot, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was fun. But just you know, oh, other than that, like I I really loved the ceremony. Um, it was it was fun. It was funny. Uh, uh, Maya Rudolph and was it Tiffany Haddish had just just destroyed. They were magnificent. I want them to headline everything. 
Yeah. They they were they were magnificent. Um oh, but yeah. for the for the actual awards, um I did not see this sudden surge, pun mildly intended, in the shape of water. I didn't see that coming. I thought three billboards yeah. was just gonna clean house. Yeah, no, I haven't seen three billboards. So. Um but it's, I mean, you know, I, cause I, I, I enjoyed Shape of Water. I, I, I'm not bummed that it won. I don't feel bad. I feel great for, for Del Toro. Um, I, I just, I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming is all. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually there's one or two clear cut choices. And I thought this year it was going to be three billboards. And yeah. I was wrong. I mean, it it did well for itself. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't I didn't see it losing Best Picture. Yeah, but good for good for Guillermo. He earned it. He deserves it. Uh, and of course, he won for Best Director, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, he and uh, he and Inaritu and uh, oh, I cannot. I can't remember. I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, I'll look. I'll look it up. It's gonna make me crazy, but uh, have you all... know he uh, Del Toro. He's everything Tim Burton thinks he is as a director. <laughs> wow, that's he really is. I you know that's probably the best way I've ever heard it put. <laughs> yeah, he he. The when you see his movies, Ooh. it's the the creativity, the the you know, and I don't want to say dark because. Del Toro's movies, they have so much, I don't know. It's not love. It's just, uh, it's, I don't know. There is. Uh, it's, there, it's, it's really hard to explain except for the fact that it's everything he thinks is. You know what I mean? Like, I, you're, um, it's, you're not it doesn't wrong. feel like an act. It doesn't feel like it's forced. It doesn't feel like it's a. It's sincere. It's a, yeah. It just, it, oh, it's good. And that's what makes you really want to see that movie. Yeah. It's, and, and you should. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's another thing. I there was no like indie darling in a sense. Like Bert like the, the you know, with, with Birdman and even with the Revenant to a lesser extent, you know, it was like here's the this is the tiny movie that could and it did and you know, because we've had that trend for a while of of the independent scene has kind of taken over. And these were not stereotypically that kind of movie. These were not out there in that sense of of like the smaller scope like something like the artist which was just an art film and it was beautiful and it was fantastic but mm-hmm. it just they so many of the past best picture winners have felt so niche and this was kind of the first year in a in a while um i would say there's a, lady bird might have been a movie that like a lot of people didn't see yeah the billboards movie that's a lot of people did not see that i and i i like i but but they didn't feel like you couldn't find them that's that's the feeling that i got from so many of the past oscar movies that's um, true Ar- argo that's true. was was kind of the blip on the radar of like oh no this was a kind of a mainstream big deal um mm-hmm. and i think i think i think guillermo being guillermo helped the shape of waters publicity and oh, people yeah. were like, Oh yeah, that's, and I think that's kind of why it doesn't feel like it was this little tucked away art house film somewhere right, that right. suddenly it's nominated for 12, like phantom thread 
Phantom Thread was the one this right. year that I could point to and be like, oh, like that. Yes, the, exactly. The one that the, that I know nobody saw because nobody. The could Shape find of Water. It. I I always I always I love when you know sci-fi or fantasy I guess in this case kind of movies get the attention that they deserve. Yeah, you know. Um, well, and Shape, so because Shape of Water was sci-fi. It was it was definitely sci-fi. Right, 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 right. And the so f- you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I guess from the outset, that's what it looks like to me. So, yeah. So those kind of movies, when I see that they get the kind of love, uh, it it makes me excited because it's like, okay, you know, obviously not all not all sci fi movies are comic book movies or, you know, stuff like that. Right. That have their place. Yeah. but it, 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 it make it, I don't know. I don't know if it makes it in my head, legitimize it a little bit more. Uh, but I, I love that. I love that, that the Academy can look at these kind of films that aren't, like you said, art house movies or war, you know, pictures, you know, uh, that they, they can look at something like this and go, Oh, there's something really to this. Well, cause I mean, uh, it, it's kind of like it was back in the day. The big movies yeah. were also the Academy award movies. And then what started with Crash, which was a tragedy on so many levels because it was awful to begin with, uh, we got away from that and we went towards the more art housey kind of films. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I'm not trying to say like Mm -hmm. art house films don't deserve to be recognized. I'm just saying they they took over. And that's and that's on the Academy more than it. You know, these people just made movies. The Academy are the ones that that pick and choose and do all that stuff. But you know, because the, the last big anything really, we had we had Argo a handful of years ago, but not much before and after since Return of the King. Right, and and then it just kind of and then it went to to the more kind of kind of indie darling sort of films, and right. and Shape of Water being the first science fiction film to win Best Picture, which was yeah. something that blew my mind. I was like, my right. you know, but. I I think I think between that winning and between just the nomination for Get Out for a handful of things yes. and then the win for original screenplay god god bless Jordan Peele man cuz he he looked like if if he hadn't won this he would have just absolutely collapsed just yeah. be, not not in and 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 just because he put absolutely everything into this movie he talked about it in his speech and mm-hmm. and this was kind of the ultimate vindication of his yeah. work and and my favorite part about about his win was 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 actually watching uh on on twitter they posted uh live shots of keegan michael key's reactions yeah and he oh, was, was he thrilled static he was bouncing off the ceiling for him that's his boy. But that's, you know, I mean, that's, you know, that and, and, and so much about this year. And, and granted, yeah, we've still got a long way to go in, in the film industry with, with regards to representation and equality and, and so much else. I, I, but, I, but instead of focusing on, on the negatives and saying we have all this work to do, I want to look at this as a step forward. And this is this is where hopefully this is the momentum that just keeps rolling, um, and and only time will tell, you know. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna go pick up a paper tomorrow and and see you know gender disparity solved. You know that's not gonna happen. That's not how it works. But 
you know, I think with 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 Del Toro winning and and with with Jordan Peele winning, with Coco winning, um, you know, there's there's so so much to be said for 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 representation and for recognition of of people of color. I it's I, I I'm I'm heartened by this. I look at this and mm-hmm. I think we are finally starting to get away and and this is a terrible way to put it. The more the older members of the academy stop being involved in right. in whatever form that takes and the younger members of the academy come in, we're going to start seeing this more and more. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there, you. I mean, I mean, you can, you can, you can start to see the effects now, just from a few years ago. You know, that's. Uh, um, you know, I the the only thing that I'm bummed about in terms of awards, um, was and and, and bummed is a harsh word. Um, my second place choice won for best song. Because I I wanted this is me from the Greatest Showman to win so so bad, yeah. Uh, but but remember me is a great song. Um, it's a good one. It's it is, and I'm I, like I said, I'm not you know bummed is a harsh word. Uh, I'm not bummed because it won. I'm bummed because this is me lost. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, other than that, I can't really argue with with anything. Um, Kobe Bryant won an award. Yeah, uh, it yeah. was. Uh, <laughs> Him and Leo got the same amount of Academy Awards. And and Del Toro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, I guess I guess Del Toro has two though, because wasn't he also a producer on? Uh, he was well, a producer on. Well, uh, he won two this year all alone. Shape so, yeah. of Water. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's sad. That's crazy. Um, I think that's awesome. Like, that's something. He'll be introduced as the Academy Award winning artist, Kobe Bryant. I, you know, and I, <laughs> Like, yeah. Three Six Mafia. <laughs> yeah. When they won that year, I was so happy. I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you can also say Academy Award winner Eminem. You know, it's yeah. a it's a weird it's a weird company to be in. Wait, he won an award for what? For Eight Mile, he won for song what? for Eight Mile. For song? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. He won for uh uh ah. What? <laughs> Why did I? It's just cool to me when people are just totally not in the movie business, but they get yeah. that one thing and suddenly they win. <laughs> yeah, for for it's Luz- like the guy who does scr- he never plays scratch off. First scratch off he gets, and it's like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, for life exactly. Yeah. Every month or whatever. Like you son of a bitch. <laughs> The yeah uh, yeah Eminem won for for lose yourself from Eight Mile That's and it was crazy. and it was weird because he didn't show he didn't go to the award ceremony because somebody had told him what else was nominated and he just kind of went okay well so what did they do uh, well it was one of those things of you know because sometimes it happens and you know people will applaud and then whoever is presenting the award will then say you know so and so is not. Uh, here to accept this award, I will accept them. I, I accept it on their behalf. Oh wow! Oh, they did. Yeah, they've done that before. It it happens. Oh, wow! It happens every once in a while. It's not That's a crazy. A oh, oh, unless they designate somebody, and that happens too. Um, that happens a lot at music shows. That happens a lot at yeah. music award shows. Um, mm-hmm. that's a, that was a thing that happened during I forget one of the country music shows a decade or two ago. And George Strait won for everything, and Alan Jackson had to keep getting up to 
to say, I accept this word on his behalf. He's not here tonight. <laughs> and finally, like the fourth time it happened, he got up and he said, look, y'all, I ain't going to lie to you. George is off fishing somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> But it's oh yeah, it That's happens. Funny. I saw I saw George Strait live once. Yeah, he's good. He's a good live show. I've seen him a couple times. He's good. I wish I liked country. It's <laughs> yeah. It's it, it helps. It definitely helps. Yeah. No, my buddy got. He knows people. Knows people, and they have like really good tickets for it. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll do anything like that. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I wish I knew a lot of the songs. I knew some of them. Yeah. But man, I wish it was like I don't know just see that's uh, that that to bring it back to our music discussion from earlier i think yeah growing up a country fan is why i'm more about the lyrics than the beat right because that's i mean that's what the music is the music's more about the the story than than the music right and i know that he is a legend yeah right but oh if it was garth brooks i would have known every song sure yeah. Well, because uh, Garth had crossover appeal. He had way yeah. more crossover. You know, George was a giant. He was he was the fish in the country music pond. Garth right. Garth crossed over. He crossed over before, you know, all you know, so much of country now, which isn't country and sucks. And yes, I'm one of those people. Don't at me. But, you know, before <laughs> before when crossing over was a big deal, when it was Garth Brooks and Shania Twain and that was pretty much it, you know. And, so are you saying they're the mumble rap of country? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I had someone post I, in one of the groups were in. Someone posted like a band. I forget the name of the band, but it was like, it was the screaming metal. Okay. Like rah, rah, I don't know. I can't explain it, but it was right. very screaming like. like it, and, and, I, and people were like, "Who are this?" And they're like, "I love how people are like, who is this band?" But they've been popular for ten years, and I was like, "I don't know what they're saying. Is this the mumble rack of rock and roll?" And he was like, "You just need to leave right now." <laughs> this is this. And I was like, "Tell me I'm wrong." And he's like, "You're right, and that's why you need to go." <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. He's like, "I don't know what they're saying," but uh, sorry anyway. Yeah. No, Garth Brooks. I had his um. I've of course heard a bunch of his songs. I but I used to have his two disc from Walmart only, uh, double double disc or whatever live album. The double and I live, loved yeah. It. yeah, it's yes. a good album. And it, it sounded so much better than the just non live version. Well, his live stuff didn't sound as like produced or whatever. Well, and because he was an entertainer, you know, Garth yes. goes out and lights up a crowd. Like that's oh, yeah, he, he is absolutely an entertainer and. And so many people out there aren't. Keith Urban's another one who goes out and just just works the crowd, like just right. absolutely draw a crowd into it and draw from the crowd and include the crowd. And that's you know, and and for any artist, and I'm sure there are plenty of others that can do that instead of just stand up on stage and go to your marks and play or sing or whatever, and not and and just kind of oh yeah, by the way, there's an audience there, because that's that's crap. That's not a show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, now I need to pull that out. I like the Beaches of Cheyenne and all all of his uh, just random songs I can name. But uh, yeah, when I went to George Strait, I was like, okay, I know a few of these, but I didn't know a lot of them. And I could tell everyone else around me loved it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was appreci- I appreciated it, but I just just honestly I didn't know a lot of them. So I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, yeah. 
is a long time ago too. Man, I would love to see Garth Brooks live. He does was did he's he done now? Or? No, he came back. He retired. He, his whole thing was he had done his last tour years and years ago and said, "I'm retired until my last kid goes off to college." Mm-hmm. And his last kid went off to college a couple of years ago, and so he came back. Right, and I saw he did he was in Florida not too long ago and I thought, "Oh, I'll never see him if I don't go." And I couldn't go because of money restrictions. Yeah. Uh, but he's still touring though, correct? I, as far as I know, yeah. So there's a chance that he could still come to Orlando. Probably maybe. Damn it. I just see like look, look at his live events and it's like Houston, Texas. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's the well, only and, one that's there. And, and it may not be season either. You know, different artists have different touring seasons. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll come back to Florida at some point. Go to Tallahassee or something. I'd, or Jacksonville oh, I'd, or Orlando. I'd imagine. So it'd be silly not to stop in Orlando just because it's a huge market. Right, 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 right. Man, I got to do that. And that was the thing is my buddy who took me to the George Strait, oh, he saw Garth Brooks live. I forgot. I, th- I think it was at UF. It was, some ba- it was some football stadium. Yeah. Because he took pictures with – garth brooks and the friend that he took and it made me so mad i was like why didn't you invite me he's like you don't like country music that much and i was like i love garth brooks <laughs> i was like you took a picture with him like that's insane like i said he knows people and i'm like oh, i was so i was so jealous yeah he's like well i didn't know you you i was like i love garth brooks he's like yeah but you rag on country i was like it's not the same <laughs> but yeah so anyway god yeah i would i'd love to see him live all right so we're um, we're all right so we're uh, we're just gonna get we're getting started with the news now (laughs) 15 minutes left in the show we might want to start the news Uh, yeah um (laughs) well we went over a lot of who won the academy awards the ones that stuck out to us yeah i mean dunkirk won all the technical ones which is not a shock um I was hoping Star Wars won one of those. I was I like the Academy Award winner. I was praying, man. I was praying so hard, yeah. but it, it, it was not to be. I, I'm surprised the Planet of the Apes did not get visual effects because holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Those apes, they just, there's no, they are the best visual studio to me right now because I can't tell the difference between reality and fiction, or, you know, reality and what's not real in those movies. Yeah, but I, 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 I get why Blade Runner won it. Like I'm not, oh, no, no, I'm, I do, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disappointed. I, I, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed because Star Wars didn't win, but, but mm-hmm. I look at Blade Runner and I go, yeah, I get it. I, right. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, the, the effects on Snoke. Whew. Did you, did you see that? Well, I guess this was kind of given, uh, Ryan Johnson threw out everything JJ Abrams had for the next two movies, like the outlines. He's like, here's where I'd like to take it. And he was like, threw in the trash well you know that's it you know when you bring somebody else on that's their prerogative right. <laughs> oh yeah no totally i mean that's what they did with essentially with george lucas's script they're like no nope, sorry we're yeah. doing our own thing same deal so it's gonna be interesting to see how now how it pivots or how jj abrams i would love at the end of the day for jj abrams to do like a podcast to be like well this was the original outline sure that would be really cool yeah uh, or like a comic or something if he like it, that would be neat if like if they if Marvel did a comic was like this is how JJ Abrams thing was going to go that would be I don't know if they would do that I'd rather I'd rather have it on a podcast because if they oh. try to because if they market it and they and they license it and all this then you get everybody complaining you know, why couldn't yeah, it, it be like this it gets a little guy? upset it gets Ryan Johnson a little 
And I, I could see that upsetting him. Yeah, you know? I, I that's why I don't mind a podcast. He wants to go on a podcast and talk about it. I'm all for it because right. that's that's what yeah. it's for. But yeah, yeah. that would be he could and he you know he would be totally respectful. He'd be like, I love what they did. Here's what I was gonna do, uh, and just hey, here's the story. You know that that would be cool. Yeah. So. But, uh, we will see. So anyway, anyway, yeah. let's we got a lot to go through, so we'll kind of skip through some yeah. of these. Well, because because um, the big thing is they keep moving movies. Uh, because yeah. we know Avengers got bumped up a week. Damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I bet everyone was like, what? "Do you think that was? Do you think they had Robert Downey Jr. and who was it, Chris Evans?" purposely go back and forth just so they could announce that or do yes. you think that was just organic no i think that was orchestrated i think that was the okay. marketing behind it because they wanted it to look that way this Super was smart. this was done to avoid spoilers from when it opened early in foreign markets there's yeah, no there's no that. there's no <laughs> doubt in my mind it was done to avoid spoilers and piracy there's can you pre-order that movie now what can you pre-order tickets i uh, i would imagine so Oh, I need to do that. Like I think tonight. I would have to think you could have from a while back, but that would be weird now with uh, with it changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they moved a bunch of because then Rampage went from April 20th to April 13th because mm-hmm. they wanted the extra week. Um, and then in a move that that so few people cared about that nobody actually reported on it that I could find the Amy Schumer movie, I Feel Pretty, that was supposed to come out on the 27th, moved up a week to April 20th. But mm. it was it was on her official Instagram, and I could not find it anywhere else at oh, all. Wow. And I just thought that was funny, because um, it means that movie's going to make no money, and I'm not going to be too sad about that. Yeah. But... Yeah, because I'm trying to look now and see if you actually can buy them already or not, and I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know if you can or not. It's not popping for me. But so they're doing that. Uh, Super Troopers Two looks like it's gonna stay where it is, um, because why bother? Right, exactly. It's, it's that crowd is gonna show up no matter what day it's on. So why mess with it? Um, oh, it'll be fine. Um, and yeah, we talked. To, oh no, you can't. You can't get tickets yet. Bummer. Damn. Yeah, not yet. Probably in the next, I would I would say in the next three weeks. Probably by beginning of April at the latest. You'd have to, yeah, because I'm yeah. gonna I'm, I gotta get opening night for that. Yeah, so I would at, yeah. that, at the Altamont at that Dolby Theater. Oh my God! If you're listening and you are near a Dolby Theater, go see it. Go, yeah. This is a this is an IMAX film. This is an event film. This is one. This is like Star Wars. I'm gonna see it in our big D up here, mm-hmm. just because oh, yeah. you, because you can't not. I'm sorry. This is a nope. premium format film. It is, and I'm not trying to upsell. I'm not trying to. I'm mm-hmm. not shilling here. I'm saying this is made for these kinds of theaters. It's it's worth the price. And that anytime I go with someone to the Dolby, you know, and I'll, if I'm taking someone, if it's like a date and they, they don't know the price, they might ask or whatever. Or if it's someone that's paying for it, and, and I'll tell them, and I'll be like, yeah, it's seventeen bucks. They're like, oh my god, that's so expensive. And I was like, it's just, it's worth it. Do it once, and you'll see. And you get a pre-order the tea, you get to pick your seats and all that fun stuff. And man, when you walk out of that, you're just like, I can't go see this movie or any other movies, the big ones, at least the big blockbuster ones any other way. Yeah. And so, uh, man, it's uh, th- my movie pass is great for like any other movie. 
uh, I can go any other any other theaters, but the Dolby one I got to pay out of my pocket, but I do not mind at all. No, it's it's worth it. I'm sure. Yeah, the drums in Black Panther, man. Oh, you it, you feel it throughout the whole seat. It's so good. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we talked a little bit about the about Disney. Um, just a couple notable things from their their release slate. Uh, the live action Mulan film was supposed to come out in November of this year. They've moved it to March 2020. Um, okay, <laughs> that's a bit of a jump, but all right. Wow. Um, and uh, they have a movie called Nicole, which was apparently another Santa Claus film. Uh, is not going to be theatrical release. Instead, it's going to go on their streaming service, which I think is a smart move. Yeah. Um, we got some Wonder Woman 2 news that I that I'm interested in. Um, the first piece was it's gonna they gave us a time for it. It's gonna be during the Cold War. Uh, so we're gonna Makes skip sense. we're gonna skip World War Two and Korea and Vietnam and go to the Cold War. That's fine. We don't have to cover all of them. I'm okay with that. Right. Um, the the uh, cheetah is gonna be the villain and is going to be played by Kristen Wiig. It's interesting. I I I like that choice because it is a little bit out of left field. Not oh, te- totally. Not not terribly, but a little bit. Oh yeah. No, I <laughs> I think so. I yeah. I think it's. I think it's. I think it is actually out of left field. Not, yeah. Yeah. It's. Would not expect that. Uh, if you were to give me like a list of actresses, you would think just because of the how her comedy, you know. True. Um, so I'm t- but I'm absolutely 100% on board. I want to see what they do with her character. I I'm expecting kind of a Jekyll and Hyde in the sense of right. because it looks like they're going to focus on the archaeologist version of of the character pre powers and I can see mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig doing that very well and being maybe even oh. a little bumbling kind of yeah. insecure kind of kind of that character and then with the powers kind of grows into him and gets mm-hmm. fairly evil fairly quickly, I think. Right. Um, but it, it'll be interesting. I'm glad they're using using an OG villain. Um, and hopefully it's one oh, that'll yeah. stick around. Um, because I mm-hmm. imagine she'll be in the Legion of Doom that they talked about at the end of Justice League. If right. they still have a Legion of Doom after Flashpoint. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and the uh, the horrible bosses writers, uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, uh, did finally sign the deal to direct Flashpoint. So they replace uh, Rick Fukuyama. I actually have him written down here. I am very sorry. Uh, Famuyiwa. Sorry. My mistake. Terribly sorry. Um, Who himself replaced, was it Seth Graham? Was it Seth Graham Smith? Seth Graham Green? Whatever he was. Mm -hmm. Um, Who had done, was it Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? I think. Yeah. Uh, So it's been, that's been a bit of a roller coaster of a film. And they haven't even really gotten started yet. Uh, we got, uh, interestingly, we have a scriptwriter for the Logan's Run reboot that they're still making. <laughs> They've been working on this for like a decade. Um, they got yeah. They got Peter Craig, who wrote the the last script for the Hunger Games. Uh, what was it? Uh, Mockingjay. He's mm. doing the script. Um. Which makes sense. They had kind of planned like Logan's Run is going to be a, a Hunger Games style franchise over there. So, oh, okay. 
Man, I haven't seen Logan's Run. I, I can't even remember most of it. It's been so long. Yeah. Well, I mean, hell, the movie, the movie itself is so old, it would have to be a runner now. So. <laughs> yeah. So there's yeah. that. Um, Netflix is getting <laughs> what, into this. What, what is this? Okay, so they're getting into the superhero gig, and we don't know anything really about this movie. Um, it's going to be called Past Midnight. Uh, it's going to potentially star Keanu Reeves. What? Yeah, it's going to be That's written. Crazy. It's going to be written by T.J. Fixman, who wrote uh, the Ratchet and Clank movie and worked on the games. So he's been. Oh, okay. He was kind of the story guy for Ratchet and Clank from console to screen. Uh, it will be directed by uh, Rick Famuyiwa, um, who did Dope which was tremendous and it means this is going to be an interesting movie hopefully if they give him the control that that he would want i would imagine uh and given that it's netflix i think they will um and they got a couple of guys to produce it i don't know if anybody's familiar with the russo brothers they worked on a couple small films uh captain america the avengers just just little things uh yeah they're gonna produce (laughs) this thing so i just that's crazy. This is going to be a bizarre film. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Just because it's like from the guys who brought you the Avengers. Directed by the guy who brought you Dope. And starring the guy who brought you Whoa. Comes a Netflix superhero <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm done. Let's go. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got uh, uh, Lionsgate's moving ahead with their Highlander reboot because we, you know, it's the next and another line of reboots we talked about. Uh, Ryan J. Condal, who who does some writing for Colony, uh, wrote a script that they really liked, and it looks like they're going to fast track this because they want to start production in the fall. Uh, this is another one that's been in development hell forever, so I don't know. I don't really know if this is going to get off the ground or not. I don't know if I want it to get off the ground or not. Yeah. No, I could care less. Um, (laughs) But here's the thing. The original does not hold up. I'm sorry. I love it. I love it to death. But if you were to show that to somebody for the first time in this day and age, they'd hate it. Oh, yeah, for sure. They would. It's It's such an 80s movie. Oh, my God. Um. We, we talked about reboots. Uh, the Crow has a definitive, quote unquote, uh, release date of October 11th, 2019. I don't think there's any way it makes that date. Yeah. Not the slightest. I don't think so. I think that's optimistic at best. Mm-hmm. Um, the title for Tarantino's big Charlie Manson film was announced. It's called Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood, which sounds like something we've seen before. Like it, it just, it kind of sounds really old timey and old fashioned. And I guess that's what he's going for. But I love that name. I'm I'm so interested in this movie. It's, it's an interesting title and it, and I think it'll grow on me. I think this is definitely a title that like the first time I saw it, I was like, eh, but it'll, I I think it'll grow on me. This Uh, was such a disgusting point in Hollywood, but also definitive in a way. Very true. That it's almost like someone made it up and it was a made up movie, but it's something that actually happened. 
Um, something that I'm not terribly too, uh, I don't know that much about it, honestly. I mean, we all know Charlie Manson. We all know, uh, maybe parts of the story. I wasn't that educated on it. I don't know that much about it. Um, I, I know that, you know, he was a leader of a cult. He talked people into murdering people and happened to be, uh, Hollywood stars, but I don't know the meat of this. You know what I mean? Like I, I haven't dived too far into it. Like I know a lot of other people have, um, especially older people that were around when all of this happened. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, and I, I, DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, they're playing like the neighbors, right? Yeah. They're playing, uh, Sharon Tate's neighbors. And the neighbors didn't really have much to do with the story though. Right? No. And I think that's why he's coming at it this way. Yeah. It's such an interesting point of view because the, the stuff that happened at that house was just, yeah. Like, I mean, there's no words. If you don't know, go go look it up. I'm sure there's a million documentaries and stuff on it. Oh yeah, they, but, this and and there'll be a million more, right? And 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 the things that I've 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 read about it or watched about it, uh, it is it's insane. It's like something you would see from like the Conjuring movie or something like the the what the and it's scary. The the, the scariest scariest part about this is this is all real. This is very something that can really happen. Yeah. Uh, it's just the loss of control and what these people just did. It's, it's absolutely insane. Um, and you know, it's scary, especially the way Hollywood, like YouTubers and stuff like that are. So they seem so obtainable, if that makes sense, because the way they are, the way they present themselves, does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I hope nothing like this ever happens again, but it, it's, you know, seeing the way how, how some of these stars are just so, it seems like accessible, like they don't care. Um, it's scary when I see stuff like that. Cause I'm like, man, like, how are you putting your house on YouTube? You know what I mean? Like, how are you showing everybody where you live in this music video or whatever, or whatever? It's, it's crazy to me because of the stuff that happened before like this. Yeah. Uh, you, Oh man. Like that's, that's just, that's a nightmare beyond itself. So man, I'm, I'm super interested in seeing what Tarantino has to do with that. Um, I know he's gotten a lot of slack recently, you know, because of the, the stuff that he did with, uh, um, back with what Pulp Fiction or whatever. It kill Bill, I think kill Bill. That's what it was. Well, and that was, and that was a thing of where he got a lot of crap for it. And then because of, uh, you know, because Uma Thurman did one interview and talked about all the stuff that, that went wrong and everything, especially one of the stunts and, and Tarantino got a lot of crap for it. And then she came out and said, but hang on, wait, it wasn't, you know, I'm not blaming him. It wasn't his fault. And and to his credit, Tarantino owned up to what was his fault, and there was a big, oh, yeah. like there was a grand kind of reconciling in a way of saying, look, this, these things happen, and this stuff sucked, yeah. and we can all be, be like this was that was done the it right way. It was a way. teaching moment. Yes, you know? that's it. And that's it. and you know, it's something that it seems like he's corrected very well uh, since then, and no, he knows that was a huge you know, mistake. Um, yeah. a lot of things he could have done differently. So yeah, no, I don't think it's going to like change anything. He, he's, he's said a lot of stupid stuff in the past and he's that I'm sure he does. And he's come out and said he regrets and whatnot and done a lot of dumb things. So, you know, I, he's nothing like, you know, the Weinsteins of Hollywood. Um, 
No, because uh, so when it's, 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 it's uh, but I could see people being a little bit trepid to be like, what kind of movie is Quentin Tarantino going to be making about a, a bunch of people killing, especially such a famous actress? Um, I, I want, I, you know, I because he he gets very violent in his movies. It's going to make people so uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, when they watch this, which I guess is the point. And I was gonna say that's probably gonna he, he, he Quentin is smart enough to understand that, and he will play with that. I oh, have man, I have no be, doubt. It's gonna um, be hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Uh, there's nothing good about that story. Uh, like no. there's no redeeming. There's no, nothing there's, good there's about not it at all. <laughs> so like I'm curious how. That's going to be one of those movies where you, now that I'm really thinking about it, that you just got to – it's got to be the right time because there's n- there's going to be nothing good about that. Uh, it's just going to be a terrible, horrible thing to watch <laughs> now that I think about it. Uh, I don't know. And from a, a neighbor's point of view, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm just curious. Is this going to be – like is he telling that story or is he going to tell his spin on it? You know, like like the way he rewrote history with Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah. Well, were the neighbors? Oh, so okay. So Brad Pitt and Leo are living together. Are they gay? Are they roommates? Or uh, Pitt, are they real people that they're based off of? I don't think so. Um, I oh. may be wrong because it didn't give a lot of information about that, but I don't okay. think so. Um, oh, so did, that is that's a way they could add. Well, because, some, and you're right. I didn't think about that. And Glorious Bastards. Yeah. Uh, that had a good. That had a way better ending than real world yeah well they killed hitler you know i mean that was that yeah so i wonder whoa what a what a what a fucking slide would that be Uh uh-huh uh if if he makes it more of a like well here's a better ending in the real world yeah Uh, the real world version because the way the way that i read it dicaprio is like somebody in movies and he's struggling and can't go anywhere and brad pitt plays his stunt double or or the okay. other way around. One of them is the other's stunt double, uh, and I think it's okay. I think it's DiCaprio is the actor, and Brad Pitt is the stunt double, and he's the one who lives next door to Sharon Tate. Oh, so they're both not living there. He's probably just visiting, they're right? Probably like going over the scriptures. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, okay. Man, that's gonna be something else. Yeah, those two guys. <laughs> that's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Man, they should somehow get Samuel L. Jackson in there. <laughs> <laughs> he's in all of his movies though, so I'm yeah sure. he's he'll oh he'll be in it somewhere he'll be selling wallets or something you know right like, right have somebody yeah. look at those and go man this is the 60s you can't print this on a wallet this could be big right. in 30 years man right right i was gonna say could he be a cop he could yeah he could yeah it'd yeah. be it'd be a slight stretch back yeah. that far yeah it might be a slight stretch but he could do it yeah yeah um, we talked about Christopher Robin. Um, I had all mm-hmm. these notes about the deal for the Weinstein company, and then earlier today it fell apart again. Like, oh wow, <laughs> there was this whole deal. There was an investment group that was going to buy everything up, and they were going to they were basically they were going to buy it, tear it down, and rebuild it. Basically, new right. board and and all of it. And then they took a closer look at the books and said, oh. You guys kind of lowballed us on the amount of debt that you have by seventy million dollars. <laughs> oh my god! 
So yeah, we don't want you anymore. It was going to go from two twenty five to two hundred ninety million. They'd have to pay, and they just kind of went, "Yeah, no, uh, we're going to walk away. Thanks. We'll we'll wait until you guys declare bankruptcy, and then we'll just buy up all the assets and start our own company." Then, yeah, that that's not like forgetting that you have a few uh, checked out library books or something. No, they basically seventy million dollars. Yeah, it's almost like they forgot to move the decimal point. Like that's how. Big Almost as if they were hiding it. <laughs> yeah, what are the odds? You would Man. really think, though, after everything the Weinstein Company had been through, you wouldn't think there would be anything, there would be no skeletons left no. in the closet, and yet here they are. And that's the thing. I feel terrible for everyone who's lost their job that had nothing to do or knew nothing about this. Well, and that was the thing. Like, this, this investment group that was going to come in and buy all this out, they were going to keep pretty much all of the employees like they were going to give these employees a chance to come to this new company right uh unless you know like hey if you find something elsewhere cool but if not you know we we need the personnel but now they're just saying nah we'll just wait like we can't we're not gonna spend as much money on it you guys are gonna have to declare bankruptcy and then we'll just buy everything then for a song so wow (laughs) man could you imagine like Pulling out your pants pocket and finding seventy million dollars. Yeah, right. Damn, I didn't know I had that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh wait, where did that come where from? Where did that come from? <laughs> uh, how this pizza just, get here? This is something. To, oh wait, they forgot to mention there's okay. seventy million. Oh the, yeah, we actually owe an extra seventy million dollars uh, to, to. I'm sorry, what was that again? No, we just we owe a, 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 a few extra a few extra dollars. Uh, uh, how much? Oh well, it's not. You know, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not really a whole lot. I mean, you know, your 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 investment group's led by a billionaire, so I'm sure so, uh, it doesn't really seem like a whole lot to him. I suddenly <laughs> get ill. <laughs> like yeah, someone right. else has to call them and make the call because I I'm in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you make the call, Steve. I'm 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 not feeling good. <laughs> I'm gonna have to call you back. My foot fell off. <laughs> exactly. I. Can't. <laughs> The, oh man, that's just that's just insane. Oh. <laughs> Seventy million, just oh, we forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, well, hey, you know. <laughs> oh, All right, boy. we got some new TV shows though starting up, right? Yeah, Luke Cage got a a a, a teaser of sorts. It wasn't really a, a trailer, but uh, it was basically just a way for them to throw some footage up and give a a, a release date. It's gonna be out June twenty second. Yeah. I wish they would just put him and Iron Fist together. I get I I you know yeah like I'm I'm yeah, with you. They're a duo in the comic, and they I think it would be best for both of them. I think so. I hope because, it's more like the beginning of the first season and not the ending. Yeah, the first that's the, like I was thinking about that earlier. Like if Luke Cage had ended after the first half of that season, right. so then they had time to set the the second season villain up. Yeah, for the sec like the second half of that season villain up as the villain for the second season, which is yeah. a bizarre train of thought to go with. But had they had the time to build that right, that really could have been it. Could have been way more interesting than they did it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Terry Pratchett's Discworld series of books is getting a TV series at BBC Studios. Um, they're gonna title it The Watch which I am sure is related to this. I've never read these books. 
Yeah, uh, no, I haven't either. I've never been near them, and I know that's I know that's kind of a bummer because Terry Pratchett is tremendous. He and Neil Gaiman did Good Omens, which they're adapting on Amazon. I want to say, uh, and it's and it's this... fantastic. Um, Whenever I see images of Discworld, it's always like a uh, it's a, th- a, th- a sea turtle, yeah. swimming, and the world is on top of it. Yeah, the uh, the Discworld is actually a f- it it is it is what people think we have is a flat world, um, and it's balanced oh. it's balanced on four elephants that are standing on a giant turtle. Why not? You know what? Why and, not? And turtles all the way down. <laughs> yeah. But wow, you know, I so cool, you know, that's that's going to be a thing. Um, oh, I'm looking at the map of Discworld. I don't even know what is it. What? Uh huh. Yeah. Good luck. The pyramids, the they're all very nice and ordered in a circle. Yeah, it's because this is a series. I forget just how many books there are in this series, but it's massive. It's it's crazy. What was the series of books? I, oh man, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Something about time, not a wrinkle in time, obviously, but uh, uh, there was a series that was like twenty books long, and the author died, and his son had to take over. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember. That's okay. Let's continue. I'll, I'll bring. I'll pull it up later. Yeah, because I, I I remember which as soon as like as soon as if if you look it up and find it, then it'll be. I'll be like, oh yeah, it's that I remember, um, but yeah, uh, but yeah. Sometimes these fantasy epic series just kind of go on too long. Uh, the Eye of the World. Is that, the first of it. That's it. That's it. The Wheel of Time was the first. The book. Wheel of Time. Yeah. There we go. My buddy who got me the, the guy who told me about uh, the Name of the Wind uh, reads a lot of fantasy books and stuff like that. And that's like his favorite series, the Robert Jordan series. Yeah. He's like, I'm not even gonna tell you to get into this because it's too long. <laughs> He's like, just read the name of the wind. Uh, but that's his series is the eye of the world. Cause it goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I'm yeah, sure that's bought up. We talked about that before, right? Yeah. Cause I read like a quarter of that in like four, of the first book in like four hours. And I was like, yeah. I can't. Are you? It took me this long to get this far. Psh, <laughs> yeah. Forget it. Yeah. It's just yep. not happening. Um, in in news that sent the internet spinning on its collective head, the Boss Baby is getting an animated Netflix series. Okay, I never saw it. <laughs> Apparently, there's so much. The movie is on Netflix. I encourage. If you haven't seen this movie, watch it. It's cute. It's funny. It's Alec Baldwin sometimes quoting his Glenn, Gary Glenn Ross speech. And it's Yeah, that's what it seemed like. It's fun. And people yeah. treat this movie like it's the Antichrist. And I don't understand what? why. When it got nominated for Best Animated Picture, because every year there's always one that gets nominated that you look at and go, oh, they needed somebody to fill out the category. People lost their damn minds over this. Like well, how? No, the... I mean, it looks like any other animated movie. It doesn't. I, okay, so it didn't interest me when I saw the trailers and stuff like that. It's right. Something I went out and went and saw, um, but I not once thought, well, that could that could never be nominated for animated movie. It's like a giant animated movie. Yeah, 
and it's, in my major studio. Yeah. I don't. That's, that's stupid. And it's not bad. I enjoyed it. I liked it, and I recommend it to people. But my God, did people just pile on this movie? They were like, "Oh, it's the worst thing ever. It's terrible. It's awful. It's horrible." And I'm like, "You guys, you guys just need to." Maybe shut they just up. don't like Alec Baldwin. I guess, but I mean, Maybe even political still, reasons. There, I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't know. Because I. I don't know. When I whenever I saw that, it, it didn't look like the Emoji Movie or something like that. No, my God, had peop, had the Emoji Movie been nominated, I would have been right. at the head of that mob handing out the torches and pitchforks. Right, I, right, right. <laughs> I think everybody knew like, oh, Pixar movie came out. It's gonna go to <laughs> Coco, but yeah, it's just, it, it, lo- it it definitely looked like it deserved to be there from what I've seen. It's uh, I, I I you know I don't know if it was actually Academy Award nominee worthy, but my God, it was not. It was not the end of the world. Like Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that comes out April 6th. Um, and this is a cute... Again, this is a kid series. Like, this is, this, this is definitely meant for kids, specifically. The movie was definitely like, we made an animated movie for kids with a couple of jokes that are going to be kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the parents. So that way everybody gets in on it. Um, mm-hmm. But the show is definitely like, oh, this is a this is a children's cartoon, which is fine because it's literally a children's cartoon. <laughs> so mm. I don't know. Yeah, no, this is this is the show is not going to be for us. It's it's going to be it, it is decidedly for kids. But the movie is the movie is one of those that I think really does a great job of of splitting that difference of saying yeah we made a movie that that your five-year-old kid can enjoy and you can enjoy too Mm. so if 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 you've got time watch it it's what an hour and a half hour 40 minutes whatever it is it's 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 worth it you could you could do worse things with your time yeah for sure uh somebody's making a war games tv series which nobody wants nobody asked for and nobody's gonna watch it's uh, like a bunch of clips of YouTube videos. Yeah, it got a trailer and it looks as bad as you would think it's gonna be. Um, yeah. So I have no, I have nothing to say about it really. That's it. Right. Well, the good news is we got some kick-ass PlayStation Plus games. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, man. I will now play Bloodborne because it's free. Like, ooh, there was there was no way I was gonna pick that up because they were like, it's like it's like Dark Souls, and I was like, then I don't want it. I want no parts yeah. of it. I, they're not my they are not my speed. But it's yeah. free, it's PS Plus this month, I'll pick it up, and I'll probably sink into it when I jump back to my PlayStation, because I've been on Xbox Game Pass for a while playing Saints Row 4, because <laughs> wow. I've just been killing time. <laughs> well, good luck with Bloodborne. I yeah. played a few hours of it, and I'm just, I was like, everyone says this game is great, and I just keep dying. Um, but that's but the part of it. I, the, the more I, you die, the better you get at it. That's true. That's oh, true. S- oh, I it. made the sickest Joker because there's a creative character yeah. in it, and it is to me to the T the Joker. Nice. And I played the game as if like the Joker was having some delightful dream, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, and that's exactly how I played it. I, I thought it was. I thought it was cool. Nice. Um, but but yeah, that <laughs> that's something else. Um, uh, yeah. So Bloodborne, Ratchet and Clank, 
which is another fantastic movie or game. The movie wasn't too bad, really. Never saw the movie. It's it's, it's not like it's not it's about what you'd expect. It's it's mediocre. Oh, okay. It is. Uh, but you know, it could have been a lot worse. Right, right, right. But ooh, boy, was the game fun. Yeah. Game's a lot of fun. I, I don't think I don't think I played this one. Oh, it's oh, dude, it's so much fun. I don't think I played the newest one. I think I played some of the because they remastered one or some of them. I think didn't they? Mm-hmm. I think I yeah. played. I played them. I think I didn't play the new one though. Yeah, it's it's a blast. It nice. really is. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, we got Legend of K, Mighty Number no. Nine for place or for PS3, um, Claire Extended Cut for Vita, and Bombing Busters for uh, Vita as well. Uh, and Claire Extended Cut is cross by with Vita and PS4. Oh, sweet. Bombing Busters is also cross by, and Mighty Number no. Nine is also cross by. Oh, uh, okay. So Legend of K is the only one that's PS3 only, I think. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, uh, Detroit Becoming Human, May twenty fifth release date. Yeah, finally got a release date. Yeah, we've, looking we've been forward to that one. Yeah, we've been seeing it for like three years. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Sony's uh, reconstructing their, their. Wait, what are they doing? Okay, so Sony Interactive Entertainment is restructuring the <sighs> way that they organize. A lot of their stuff in-house, they're focusing so that they can put more focus on first-party titles. Um, because if you remember a few months ago, Xbox kind of did the same. Microsoft did the same thing with Xbox, basically. Right. Uh, so this is Sony kind of, in their own little way, copying them without making it look like they're copying them. Yeah. Uh, and that's because it's a reshuffling of some department heads and somebody... Like, there's a couple of people in, like, marketing and sales for Europe and Asia who are going to have who are going to have more people report to them or, or something like that it it's it's a whole lot it looks like a lot that probably isn't really going to amount to much um mm-hmm. at, at least from an outside perspective now maybe it maybe within the company this is a huge deal and i just know very little about these things Right. But it doesn't look like it changes. Like nobody, like they're not axing entire departments or anything. It didn't seem like so. It's yeah. it, it's just kind of a reshuffling of priorities, um, mm. and that's going to take effect beginning of April. So, but cool, cool. I see that um, people data mined Crash Bandicoot remaster <laughs> and got a code for. Uh, a demo of Spyro the Dragon? Here's what's interesting about this. For one of the Crash games, and I forget mm-hmm. if it was two or three, back when they were originally released, they came with a demo for Spyro. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, I genuinely wonder, if this demo was just leftover code. I wonder if this was actually like the idea of here's a demo for Spyro HD that we're going to unlock at some point, or if this is just leftover demo code from the original and or, or it's been intentionally put in as an Easter egg because they know people data mine absolutely everything anymore. Oh, I, wow. I don't I don't think that this was a hidden unlockable thing. 
I don't think that this was put in there as like, oh, and, you know, we're doing Spyro Remastered and we're going to kind of backdoor the demo in through through this thing that we've already built in here. I don't think that's... Uh, I don't think that's a thing, and I also don't think it was an idea originally. I don't think it was like, we're going to put this out with a demo for Spyro Remastered at the same time, and then that plan didn't work out. I don't think that, I don't think this demo is connected to uh, a, a Spyro Remaster. Oh. But that's just me. I may be completely wrong about this, but I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I know they're making one, but I don't think, and that and that's why maybe it was put in there as a way of saying, "Hey, we're gonna do this," and then they didn't have a working demo, so they axed the plans for it and left the code in. Maybe that's that's the only way I see that as as an actual link to a remaster. Otherwise, I think mm. it was just left either leftover code or an Easter egg. Oh, okay. But that's, I don't know, that's my way of looking at it. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, we got, uh, I think uh, we got, yeah. <laughs> Can end the week on some bad news. Yeah. Well, we'll have some slightly better news. Well, I'm going to talk about Rebels oh, yeah. a little bit at the end. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, that may be sad too, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we have to to resurrect the this week in sexual harassment segment. Um, a former ESPN anchor, uh, Adrienne Lawrence, who is suing ESPN because of the sexual harassment she went through, uh, has named Jonathan Coachman, the coach, as someone who, according to the lawsuit, was quote notorious for sexual harassment. So much so, apparently, wow. to the point that when she went to Um, What was it? One of the, I think, senior programming directors uh, to complain about uh, harassment. He just kind of immediately assumed it was coach. Mm. That's how bad, allegedly, it was. So, you know, he, uh, you know, you hate it. Because Coach was a funny guy, but if this is what's happening, then you got to go. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, just you know, get eh, get rid of him. If this if this if this pans out, you know, I you know I don't want it to be like, well, you know, this was a thing. But I'm serious. Like this, if nothing else, there there needs to be more more scrutiny. And I mean, I. I just, I, I don't know what else to call for, because I think we've called for about everything we can call for. Mm-hmm. But we need more vigilance, and we need more people willing to speak out, and we need people who are willing to listen and take action when people speak out. Yeah. But. I agree. But, yeah. Real, real fast about uh, Mania. I know we're running very short on time. <laughs> um, do you think they're going to put Braun in the main event? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to be in the main event. <laughs> I really don't. 
because we have Roman who may be named more in this steroid thing that's going on. We don't know. And if if this filmmaker wants publicity for his documentary and if he has any other information, I think he waits until the absolute last possible moment before WrestleMania to announce it. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, it's kind of the sinister side of me talking, but if that was me, I would wait until right. you had the most impact. Um, and then you have Brock doing his Brock thing, and you have Paul Heyman. I have... I have to take an issue with Paul Heyman's promo this week mm-hmm. just because, I mean, it was fantastic and it was Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman is amazing on that microphone, but Paul Heyman stood out there and talked about the sacrifice of being universal champion and how no matter what it takes, you show up with that title. Paul Heyman stood in that ring holding the universal title talking about the sacrifice it takes to show up all the time because that's how important this title is on behalf of his client, the actual champion, who couldn't be bothered to show up. Yeah, it's so it's so dumb. That was I could I could care less about this. Yeah, that was a and I. I, bad disconnect in that promo i mean paul delivered it with everything he had but the disconnect was too big yeah i i i i this leading up to mania that i do i don't see any interest in this i don't i'm not excited for roman either everyone seems to be always saying all this stuff and it's like well yeah no shit you're not going to get him over for me yeah uh by pointing out the obvious of lesnar not being there we all know lesnar doesn't give a shit about the company we wish you would have known that years ago yeah because uh, it, it just you 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 now made us watch for how long where he only has a few of shows shows up for a few events wrestles a five minute match and you know he, he was at the the live show the other day and it was like 30 seconds that he beat Kane and that was their main event it's yeah. stupid it's a I, you're not going to get the audience over by pointing out a giant mistake that you guys have been making so you know I, it's the work if it's shoot whatever I don't even care I, I I hope Ron is in it I have a feeling if he is thrown in it he'll just be thrown in it to get a pin um but uh what are they I mean what what are they gonna do with him? He's one of the best guys they've had this year and he has no no you know, he's not even he's not in the intercontinental match, he's not in the, the championship match, he's just he's breaking everything on Elias and hey, I mean that <laughs> maybe they'll go the route of like just have like a giant match of destruction at WrestleMania, but you know, we'll see I guess. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. Team him. Team him with Alexa Bliss. Still, like, did you did you see the mixed match challenge oh, this week? Yeah, it was fantastic. I loved it. I really. Yeah. Those two are tremendous. They're so good oh, together. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they'll have a. Well, no, she's in the championship match. I was like, maybe they'll have a match, but yeah. As, assuming she still has the championship. Oh yeah, no, yeah, she's not. That's oh, right. She, it's Charlotte's. It's Charlotte that's defending. God, that's a yeah. God. Fast lane is this week. Ugh. Yeah, it's this Sunday, uh, and I couldn't be any less excited about that either. Like, I, it's... The, I, I don't care about the title match because I know AJ is going to take it. Uh, they're going to build it like it's not, and then he's going to pull it out at the very end and beat John Cena, uh, and yeah. then Rey Mysterio is going to come out and kick John Cena in the face, and that's going to be the WrestleMania match. But <laughs> so stupid. I, uh... Yeah, but I guess it's better than The Undertaker, because I wanted The Undertaker to be retired. I, yeah, but Ray and John Cena don't... Like, this is a lot of... Oh, yeah, no, that's not good either. No. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, no. 
but I, mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I John, no, just just no, John. But but John can't be in a championship match every year either. Like I'm glad that he's not involved in any of that. Yeah, uh, you know. If, uh, and here, maybe if he was going after like the U.S. title or something like that, I would be perfectly fine with. I would, yeah, I would, I would, I would be all right with that in in one sense. But I mean, I, I really think you have to have, I I think you have to have Rusev, Bobby Roode at at WrestleMania, and yeah. and you oh, have yeah. and you have Rusev win. I think you get, I think Rusev gets that moment this year. I I hope. Yeah. Uh, but uh, wait, is he in, uh, no, he's facing someone to see who the challenger is, right? Who? It, no, is Rusev? Is he fighting someone this Sunday? Is he? He's he's fighting Nakamura just because he doesn't like him. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, they made that match tonight. <laughs> yeah, just. But the promo so, was funny so though. Who is so? It, who's going against Bobby Roode and Randy Orton? And, oh God. Yeah, again, because that's that's what we're clamoring for is more Randy Orton. I don't understand uh, okay. the appeal oh, okay. of Randy Orton. Okay, so there's no setup for that match for Mania yet. No, but I hope that that uh, just after you know I hope Rude retains and then mm-hmm. you know Nakamura is of course going to beat Rusev, but I hope it's at least a solid match, which I I really think it has the potential to be if they let oh, if yeah. they just kind of let it go. Yeah, but. You know, that's and it was great, though. Uh, If you get a second, watch the little backstage segment they did because they interviewed uh, they were interviewing Nakamura. And then Rusev came and complained because he messed up. He said uh, he's he's mad because uh, Aiden English can't sing because Nakamura need him in the throat. So (laughs) so so Rusev got all mad because according to, to Rusev, you broke my Aiden. And it was, uh, and it was funny, and it was great, well, and uh, and then Nakamura saying that that uh, that this Sunday it's going to be Nakamura Day. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and he did it really well, which was scary. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, this this would be a great way for them to do a double turn, turn Rusev face, and turn Bobby Roode heel, and you know have have Rusev win, and then him you know Bobby Roode just go nuts. Yeah, but how do you how do you turn? Uh, yeah, yeah, at at Mania, sure. Just do a I double turn. Yeah, yeah, just have him go crazy and beat up Rusev after the match, uh, like brutally or so, I don't know, something. I would have uh, him, because they kind of showed this little crack this week of like, what makes Rusev mad? Well, Nakamura messed up his friend. So just have Bobby right. Roode come out every week and beat the crap out of Aiden English. Exactly. There you go. It's Bingo. simple. It's old school. It's simple. It's a little boring, so you have to get kind of creative with it, but it can work. That can absolutely yeah. work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm excited. I am excited for the the tag title match because the Usos in the New Day always put on a tremendous show. I know we've seen oh, yeah. this a thousand times, but their matches are always so damn good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Um, I, I don't care about the women's title match. Charlotte's going to beat Ruby Riot. This is not going to surprise anybody. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, this establishes Ruby as a as as a contender instead of just kind of making it look like she just sort of lucked into this in a way because mm-hmm. um, she does have the talent there's there's no doubt but you know we need this to be a solid back and forth and the riot squad get thrown out at some point and you know do the do the old beats it'll work um there's a there's a uh i think we found our uh pre-show match probably 
the team of Natalia and Carmella versus the team of Becky Lynch and Naomi but for no reason other than they don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fine. I don't care. It's a fun throwaway pre-show match. Be fine. Uh, yeah. And I'm trying to think of what else there is because I'm sure there's something that I'm forgetting that I just don't care about. Um, yeah. Aside, you know, yeah. I mean, we have the WWE title match like we talked about. Um, right. I I know there's there's got to be something else, but I don't care. Um, oh. I think that's about it, actually. But it'll be cool. Yeah, there. But I mean, the titles aren't gonna. Nobody's gonna. No titles are gonna change hands Sunday. Nah, not, not gonna this happen. Close. Um, I don't know. The tag titles maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And that's, I can see that. That's a that's a big maybe. But but the, they're not gonna put the the WWE title on anybody else. They're not gonna do. They're not gonna do John Cena's stupid idea from Monday night. That was just ridiculous. I'm gonna pretend like that never happened. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're not going to change the women's title. Um, they're not going to change the U.S. title either. So the tag yeah. titles maybe, but that's going to be about it. Uh, who's who's Saka going? Saka going against Oscar? We're not. Why? Do, Jesus, I, hold on. <laughs> Did I say Saka? It's too fucking late right now. <laughs> oh my god! That's, Holy shit! Well, well, Saka with his Saka with his boomerang took on the Fire Nation in in Avatar: The Last Airbender, but but Oscar oh oh hasn't god. formally declared yet. Um, I think she picked Charlotte. I do. I think she picked Charlotte, and we get into a program where Naya over the next couple weeks, just starts tearing shit down and comes after Alexa. Oh, yeah, those tears. Those were so good. And I, look, I I, I, I ragged on Naya in the beginning, but but damn it, I'm a fan. Like, she has yeah. come a long way, and her social media game is 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 top. And she she is so much better in the ring than she used to be. And I think people, whenever they point out, oh, she botched this, oh, she botched that, like once or twice in a match yeah. and they happen. And I think people are just extra right. hard on her and they do that mm-hmm. with, with a handful of people and Nia's one of them. But yeah. I mean, you know, you look at any match and if it goes longer than seven or eight minutes, somebody's going to screw up something. It happens, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, it t- happens with the best of them. Like the botchamanias are just full of top tier talent screwing up. Exactly. I mean, look yeah. at what, what was it? TJP tried to do some, crazy something on 205 live last week and oh, that and, fucking guy Jesus. and it didn't pan out at all and that's what you right. get for the order you like the star wars movies in tjp shame on you but yeah but it was but a social media game Man, all those all of those uh all of the women wrestlers they're just been so much fun to watch on social media like the they're going to karaoke with Paige and Naya and all of them, and like it's just ridiculous. But I love it. Yeah, it's fun, and I loved. Uh, oh man, you know, it, it, mild spoiler for SmackDown tonight in a match that meant nothing. Becky Lynch made Carmella tap out, and yeah. she tweeted afterwards. I don't know if you saw the tweet. Said, "I'm gonna start calling you C Ella from now on since I took your arm." <laughs> That's great. It was like that is just that is ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, that's just like a stupid level of brilliant. I loved it. Oh, she should have saved that for in front of the camera, though. Well, you know. So is Lana just not on the show anymore? She and Rusev are part of the mixed match challenge, but I mean that's it. 
Oh, okay. She well, because I mean, she was Tamina's manager, and Tamina's out injured, so I don't know. I oh. guess they'll bring her back on, on the on the on the main roster, I guess, because Mixed Max Challenge kind of doesn't count, right? Um, yeah. With Tamina, I guess. I don't know. Right? Who knows? It's like in a an Elseworlds. <laughs> yeah. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> so tell me about Rebels. Rebels, okay, because Rebels, the first two seasons, was a fun, like, Disney Star Wars show. Right. And then season three got kind of rough. And then season four went dark. And I mean dark. They went to some places, man. They, season four did not hold back. Right. And the way that it ended was brilliant. The, the finale was tremendous. And what they did with Thrawn in particular, you know, not a big mm. spoiler that he plays heavy in the finale. They've been pointing at it all season. Ooh, don't tell me because I, I haven't seen it. I, I, I hope I, they don't kill him. I will just I, 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 I'm, I'm only going to tell you this about Thrawn. When you see him and the choices he makes, it's going to give you chills. Because okay. this is, this is, yes, this is the Thrawn that we've read about, that we have wanted okay. to see. You will love it, I guarantee you. Okay. Um, they, yeah, this season went some places. I mean, they really went some places. And, and, yeah. and they did it well. They didn't do it for the shock factor or anything of a handful of things they made, that they, now, of, my, of choices that they chose. Um, my friend wouldn't tell me anything specific. But he says they do stuff with the force that we just haven't seen before. Yes, this is very true. And that excites me. And it's it 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 lends itself a little because we kind of saw it in the last Jedi just in the broad sense of we don't really know much about the force. Yeah, that's what he said is like it gives you kind of a maybe a better idea of maybe a little bit of how it works and stuff or it, he didn't it, he didn't want to spoil anything, but he was just like it 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 kind of like what you said, it goes places that you're just like, Oh shit. I did not expect this from rebels. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's, so I'm excited. Yeah. It's it, you should definitely catch up on it. Cause it's, it's yeah. good. And this season went out on all the right notes and there's, there is parody. And I saw this on Twitter. There is, is intentional design parody between the first episode of the first season Okay. And some of the scenes towards the very end of the finale, like shot, oh, cool. like shot for shot. Yeah. And it's and it's fantastic. And I didn't notice it until because I hadn't seen the first season in a couple years. I think I was a year behind. Um, so I didn't notice it until it was pointed out. And then I was like, oh, my God, they did that. That's beautiful. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, it's so good, and it it goes out on 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 the on satisfactory notes. Um, you yeah. don't get, you know, not everything is tied up in a nice, neat little bow, which is good because you don't want that. But but enough threads are the the threads that are left open are done either in ways that you're like, well, of course, or mm-hmm. in ways that you think, oh, well, that's interesting. And then yeah. the ones, but the ones that are closed, like there is a sense of finality in in some cases. You can't have everything left open, and th- right. and those are handled really well. Um, mm-hmm. But God, the last, the actual last scene 
just gave me absolute goosebumps because of everything that it, it, it because of the possibilities that it sets up. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so damn good. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm going to be watching it this weekend. We can go into spoilers uh, next week. Nice. I'm just going to mar- marathon through it. It won't, it won't um, yeah. take you that long because it's like three because being like a 20 something episode show or 20 something minute episode show. It's like three an hour and there's 14 episodes. And I think just because the last one's a two parter, you know, I mean, that's what three and a half, four hours. It's yeah. not it doesn't it doesn't take long to go through. Um, and it's and it's it's great. It really is. And the character arcs you keep. There's one in particular if you've been following some of these characters since Clone Wars, which is something that I love about this show, was that they they called back to these characters. This season is on probably what Amazon Prime I can buy. It's probably on. Uh, oh no, you know I was gonna say like if you have cable, it's probably on like Disney XD on demand. Because I'm pretty sure I recorded. I'm gonna go look, and then I'm. And yes, I do have that as well. So I'll see if they're all on Disney XD. My fear is that anytime I go look at that, it's like we've got the last six episodes. That's and that yeah. But if like if you've DVR'd it, um, oh, or it's twenty bucks for the season on on Amazon. So yeah, worst case scenario, hell, I'll just, just get it on Amazon. Yeah, just do it. Twenty bucks for this, it's worth yeah. it. It's totally worth oh, it. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's yeah, and it's so because I love those callbacks and the way you see how these characters have grown and changed and what's happened and what hasn't happened. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, definitely do that because I want to talk spoilers next mm-hmm. week for sure because there's a there is a yeah. lot to to digest. Yeah, I see previews with like wolves and stuff like that, and I'm like, what the fuck is that, going on? So I, I've I got will, a lot of questions. I will say this, and this is not a spoiler, but in the in the next to last episode. There is a shot with those wolves, the way that they framed it, the way that they've said it, and the way that scene plays out is is exactly it, it is so what you want it to be. And you'll okay. you'll know it when you see it. I don't even Damn. have to tell you because you'll see it and you'll just go, that was so cool. Move over shape of water because I'm gonna be watching this tonight. Dude, do I'm telling you, just <laughs> just just tear through it. It's so, yeah. it is so good. I may I'm gonna go back and watch whole damn season again. It was so yeah. good. That's awesome. Hell yeah. But yeah, it does. It goes, it goes to, it gets dark in some places. I mean, yeah. and I mean, cause remember this is still a Disney cartoon and right. they go to a, they, in, there's one particular instance, they go to a really dark place and I'm, and I don't mean, I, and it's not a spoiler to say that because most people hear that and they think, oh, would it kill somebody? That's not what I'm talking about. Oh my God. Oh man. It's I accidentally just bought the season. Oh, well, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> I clicked the buy just to see what it, like, cause Amazon, I thought it'd go to like a checkout, but no, nope, it's like, it starts turning and it goes, there you go. Episode one. Watch now. <laughs> Fuck <me. laughs> All right. Oh, that's fantastic. This is so Adam. Well, Adam, I guess this, I know what I'm doing tonight. This is the will of the force. Hey. Right? I'm like, wait, there's no. Did I sign up for like automatic buy when I click one thing? Well, do you have do you have one click buying? Because that I, is a thing I on there. Because that's crazy. Uh-huh. I must have set that up. I oh, don't and I wonder if it's because it's digital. Like, there's no. You don't have to confirm an address or anything. It's true. So, I wonder if that's like automatic. Like, because it says. Because the button usually says, like, buy now for whatever the $19.99. I'm an idiot. That's what you get. (laughs) (laughs) 
was like, all right, let's click this. Oh, shit. Well, there you go. All right, let's end the episode so you can watch it. Yeah. All right. Well, make sure you go to our uh, make sure you go to our iTunes, our Apple. What, what do they call it now? The Apple Podcast. Make yeah. sure you look for our uh, We Geek Podcast. If you already subscribed, just go ahead and give us a review. Um, shoot us an email at wegeekpodcast@gmail.com. At Check out our Facebook group. Check out our YouTube channel, We Geek Podcast. Um, make sure you go to our Twitter. Uh, follow us at. Uh, at We Geek Podcast, at the Logan Wit, at Adam Step, and uh, we'll be back here next Wednesday. And we'll talk all about Rebels, uh, the final season. We'll get into a lot of spoiler details towards the end of the show. With that, uh, we'll be able to talk about Fastlane. Um, we'll probably talk about the Shape of Water because I'll finally see that in Coco. Uh, it'll just be like a catch-up episode. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, any movies you're going to be seeing this weekend? I dude, I don't know what I'm going to be doing this weekend. <laughs> Oh, working we might be... take a bunch of naps and watch movies and stuff so I, we'll, go we'll for see it. you guys <laughs> yeah we'll see you guys next week captain captain, captain.